Welcome to Cellmates 30 Days of Plus. Oh, I'm no. Dick. What? Not 30 Days of Plus. Oh, welcome to Cellmates 20 Days of Hulu Live. Welcome to Cellmates. We are a normal podcast <laughs> uh, where we take two animated movies and we slap a Venn diagram over them, compare, yeah. contrast, see what comes out. My name is Kate Phillips. My name is Dick Ward. And uh, we have a special guest today. It's Hello, Detective special Pikachu. guest. It oh. is Detective Pikachu. Whoa. Uh, you can you talk? talk? He came to life. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my gosh. That was a bad Ryan Reynolds impression. That was great. Uh, I love it. I am Andy Phillips. Whoa. Kate's brother. Yeah. And this is the second annual uh, podcast with me. I can't imagine they've made podcast any Podcast giving. Any more podcasts me. without you. Yeah. yeah. So this is... I'm sorry it's been such a delay since you've had a cellmate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm back. Friend of the podcast, brother of the podcast. Yes. You're the both. first guest that we've had on twice. Oh. Besides, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're yeah, not you're guests. Like, we're you're hosts. like the Alec Baldwin of cellmates. Can I be Steve Martin? Of- no. Instead. <laughs> you may not. No. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, um, okay. So, Andy. Yes. What are you drinking? I am drinking a... Devil's Hopyard, mm. a double dry hopped imperial. Um, I am not one for uh, IPAs, but this is absolutely delicious. This is an IPA, but boozed up. So it so this makes sense that you would like this one. Interesting. It's, it's got like a sweetness to it. It does. Yeah. Usually when like golden ales are boozed up, I, I do not appreciate those. Mm. But that's usually what imperial does. To anything like I like a, an imperial stout better than mm. a stout because it's a little bit sweeter. Anyway, yeah, um, this is really great. By the way, just like straight up uh, recommendation to anyone. So let me tell you what I wanted to buy in terms of a drink for this episode. Hey, Kate, what did you want to buy yeah. yes. for a drink? There's for this a episode? bodega by us that has <laughs> a bunch of beers. It's great. Um, and there's one that I've seen that's called Saturday Morning Cartoons or Saturday Morning TV, and like we see out? it every time we've gone. And I'm like, great, we'll get this one for this episode. It'll be great. Well, they didn't have it this time. But as luck would have it, they did have one that has like a comic strip on, or mm-hmm. not a comic strip, but like comic book panels. Yeah. Telling the it's... story of a devil who grows hops and there's a zap, mysterious powers. It almost reminds me of like a um, like a Sunday comics. Or like a Bubblegum Joe. A b- 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 Bazooka Joe? Bazooka Joe. Yeah. Well, yeah. And can no, I tell like... you? Like, you know, when you had, like, Spider-Man panels in the Sunday comics, and you got, like, just a tiny mm. bit of story, and then you had to wait. Like a page or two. Yeah. From a, yeah, but let me tell you, it ends up being the origin story what? of Charlie slash Hopman. Charlie oh, Hopman. Who looks like a devil. Yeah, like and a he purple seems like devil. kind of a dick, because he's just... He, he also He glows gets green. superpowers because he's jealous of well, this guy. And there's, no. like, a, there's an old-fashioned plane on this, too. Hmm. Look at this. All right. And it's set in Connecticut. So if we're talking no, about like... hold on a sec. Oh. Wait, John Feel- John's the, the glowing green guy. He's the bad guy. Well, the last panel, oh. I was just... I Charlie's, Charlie's going to... Oh, Hot Man is good. Yeah. Charlie's going to wake up like Toby Maguire, Peter Parker, and have like be tripping balls all night. And then it's just like, I'm super jacked now. No, no, no. See, Charlie gets the girl... Love and jealousy begin to grow. This is where the char- tale of Charlie slash Hopman begins. I so Hopman Hot Man looks like he's a bad guy. But Hot that Man, we we that don't know that. Think that, that might be the Hot devil. Man. The devil's hop yard. Look, oh, maybe Char- 
That's fair. It's unclear. Look, the point is... So we're talking about Sam Raimi's we're, Spider-Man, we're, uh, we're a talking, non-animated feature film. We are talking oh, no. specifically about beer can comics yes. today. Yeah. But there are origin stories and comics involved. Yeah, wait, what are we actually talking about? So we invited Andy on the show and we said, Andy, let's talk about sibling movies. And Only Andy said, why I'm here. Yeah, we said, let's do, let's do two movies. With like a, a brother sister, like we a had it all paired out. Relationship, and Andy said no. I'm and not that's okay. interested in that. Uh, Let's do Batman stuff. Yeah, yeah. I it would don't be another episode this. in the future. Andy, it doesn't matter. It's a hundred percent on brand. Okay. No, we're we're excited about these movies. Okay, so we're doing two. Way to call him out on the air. Superhero wow. movies. I don't he had a better idea. He had a better idea. So what are we? What Andy? Tell us what movies we're doing. We are going to be talking about Batman Mask of the Phantasm, mm. a mm-hmm. theatrical release of the Batman animated series from mm-hmm. 92. Mm-hmm. I believe it was released in 92 as well. And then uh, DC Comics The New Frontier, uh, direct-to-video uh, DC animated movie that was done in the early 2000s, yeah. 2008. Is it Justice League colon New Frontier or just called New Frontier? It is Justice League colon New Frontier. Okay. Uh, the comic it was based on is just called New Frontier. Yeah. But, is colon spelled out or is it just the symbol? Uh, it's just the two dots. Okay. It's, the, it's the tall period and the low period. Regular <laughs> is period. it a backward E with an umlaut? Uh, uh, no, but it is a C with a dot in it. So uh, we, we always start by, by talking about our experience with the films. So And we also start by talking about why we paired these two movies That's together. True. But That's we did kind of true. hit that, so we can... Move ahead. Okay, cool. Super so, Soups Heroes. So, Soups Heroes. I'm going to start stories. over here and we're going to work our way right. over. Andy, what was your first experience with Mask of the Phantasm? My first experience was in my friend Alex Hoffman's basement mm-hmm. watching this movie. Uh, and he had some special edition that had a comic that went with it. Dope. That Ooh. wasn't a one-to-one for the movie to the comic. Because I think the comic was 20 pages. But um, it was... The first time I had seen Batman's origin story. Um, and I was confused, but also really excited because there are a few different costume changes in the movie. I'm like, there's no, like, he starts off without a yellow bat symbol. I'm like, that's not right. That's not Batman. That's not Batman. Um, I also remember being terrified of one scene in particular when, like, the someone's been Jokerized. Mm. And it just, mm. like, you're not expecting it. And... Uh, eight-year-old so Andy creepy. was always scared of that. Yeah. So that was my Rightly second so. question is how old were you? This was like eight-year-old Andy? Yeah, I would say, yeah, seven or eight. It was probably first or second grade. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Kate? I think I saw it maybe a couple years after that. It was with you. You probably at the Hoffmans. Do, I don't think I, I have a, I have a memory of our family room, but it could be a Mandela or Mandala effect. Yeah, Mandela effect. <laughs> But yeah, I saw, I think, I, I do think it was at least after that first viewing, because I think that you were like, no, you have to see this. This is really good. Yeah. Um, I probably tried to convince you back. No, it's re- like, you, you really like it. But I did it. like Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was, I'm, I'm on board. Who doesn't? For anything like that. So yeah, I remember seeing it as a child, but then not again before seeing it for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I remembered like the big twist. And nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, right. Which was interesting to watch it with that way of like seeing some clues. It's not quite Sixth Sense, but uh, there's some foreshadowing. Yeah. Mm. 
Bruce so, Timm's a great storyteller. Spoiler alert. Oops. Before we talk about the big plot twist. Yeah, That's watch all. out. We're going to spoil a 20-year-old movie. Dick, what about you? Um, 26. 27. So I saw this in theaters. Holy. Oh. Um, which is, <laughs> is interesting because, yeah, we, we, we cuss. Yeah. It's fine. Um, Holy snakes. Yeah. I saw, <laughs> so I saw this in theaters, and I remember loving it. Also, weirdly, I remember Two Face being involved. So I don't. Know. That would have made it even better. Yeah, Two Face is the best Batman villain. But I, that's I am not sure. Neither cool. here nor there. I am not sure what the Two Face movie that I'm thinking of is, and we'll research this later because I know Andy has there isn't like one. Maybe it's an episode. It might yeah. be almost got him. But it's not almost got him. I, I love almost got him. I, right, but there are more episodes. There are about there no. are ninety-five. There are no other ninety-four more episodes of Batman. Um, but why yes. would you make a Batman movie without the Joker? And if the Joker and the Two Face are in it, almost got him is a good the guess. Two face. The Two Face. The Two Face. Okay. Like the so, so this is what year again? Ninety-eight. Ninety. I wait. 90, that we. I believe we it is. It? When did this come out? I believe it is ninety-three from my research, but it could be ninety-two. Okay, One of so those I'm like, years. I'm like 11 or 12 at this mm-hmm. point. Um, Batman the Animated Series is all the rage. Batam. All the kids are loving it. Um, this is the... This is after Tim Burton's Batman, but before Batman Returns? I think it's like is the year after Batman Returns. This is the year after? Yeah. Um, so anyway, Batman yes. is just... 100% awesome at this point, mm-hmm. And nothing in my mind has ever told me that Batman could be bad. Yeah. Uh, that being said, this was still my favorite Batman movie for a long time. I mean, uh, this is kind of the lore that this gets. It's like, this is the best Batman movie. And it's, I, I don't know if, like until, the, like until the other, it begins. I, maybe, but I feel like some of these, like you get some like controversy of like people love it or they mm-hmm. hate it. I feel like no one hates Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like a, everyone puts it in their top movie, three or something. As a like as a Batman yeah, yeah. movie, as a Batman thing, yeah. I have different opinions than most. But yes, mm. movie. But yeah, I I really enjoy Mask of the Phantasm. Really loved it. Uh, so psyched, and I don't think I've watched it again since then. Yeah. Or if I have, it was like in high school, so it's been a while. Uh, but yeah, it was really 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 cool to revisit it. Mm. Completely. Well, not completely off topic. Do did it. we talk about watching Return of the Joker? We we, we can fold it into here. We talked about we did an episode, Batman no. Beyond Return of the Joker, mm-hmm. and we paired it with Spider Verse. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That was your recommendation. Because yeah. yeah. Batman Beyond is Spider Man. You look at any of his villains, he yeah. has a he has a Venom, he has a Green Goblin, mm. he has a Shocker. Not necessarily in that movie. No, yeah, no, but, but yeah. through the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have so much respect for Return of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Batman Beyond is, it's okay. I enjoy yeah. it. Aesthetically pleasing, but that I, movie was just... I would say like Return wow. of the Joker is to Batman Beyond what Mask of the Phantasm is to yeah. animated series. Yeah. In that I like animated series for me is several level, level letter grades above Batman Beyond. Oh, yes. And these movies also have that discrepancy but yeah for what it's we'll, based on we'll have to talk about return of the joker with return of jafar because they <laughs> have probably, similar names yeah. i think that i think that's a strong enough Sven diagram <laughs> only three letters off really Kate, all right yeah. Kate, i see you've got i got a cookie got timer a cookie up timer i'm ready up. to move what's all right. about to happen here i'm about to summarize batman mask of the phantasm Whoa. in two minutes oh my god or less or who am i kidding or, or more, more. 
Um, so <laughs> here I go. All right, my two minutes have started. Uh, this movie takes place in a series of flashbacks and presents, so I'm probably going to mostly go in chronological. Okay, so uh, Bruce Wayne is young. His parents have died. He's like still trying to figure out how to make this vow of like, I will avenge you. And he meets this girl named Andrea. They fall in love. They get engaged. But, oh, her dad is like into business practices, but they may be shifty. And, oh, uh, she has to move, and she abandons him right after they get engaged because they have to move to Europe. Oh, no. Flash forward to the present. Batman doesn't trust anyone. And um, this, like, phantasm character, this, like, ghost shredder kind of guy is, like, starting to take off these members of the mob one by one. And it's like, oh. So they're trying to to figure out that. And then um, the Joker also gets involved because the mob goes to see Joker for help. And he's like, well, it's obviously Batman who's killing Mm. off my guys because it's a stark figure. And then Joker is like, cool, I'll help. And then he jokers the mob boss, um, and he dies. But, oh, it's not Batman who comes. It's this other dark figure. And Joker's like, oh, man, this is not Batman, but we'll still try. Um, So anyway, but Andrea comes back into town. Oh, boy. And so she and Bruce rekindle their relationship. She knows that he's Batman now. That's extra news. Um, But then um, the Phantasm lures... Joe fights with Joker, lures Batman into the World's Fair kind of situation, mm. uh, old abandoned World's Fair, and then oh, the Phantasm is actually Andrea avenging the deaths of or avenging the death of her father based on this mob activity that he was in. And oh, Joker before he became Joker was in this mob, so he's the last person she has to kill, and she tries, but uh, Batman ends up saving the Joker because he's he doesn't kill people. Um, but then it turns out, oh no, he and Andrea can never be together. And oh no, now I forget what happens to Andrea. But they don't end up together. But Joker ends up living. The whole thing blows up, and the Batman is Batman forever. Down. And Andrea goes away. She yeah. doesn't die. She like falls off a cliff, and but then you like see the back of her head, and then she walks away. But yeah, it's it's a thing throughout the movie that that Bruce Wayne can either like have this normal coupled life or yeah. be a superhero but he can't do both so he chooses superhero also because his former fiance is maybe a little bit insane yeah but like she's got is some issues too. he's Which, a, yeah, yeah they all are he's an eight-year-old who's in the body you of zoom out too man. far of this like people who become superheroes as opposed to like superman he didn't super have a choice like <laughs> he could just fly he didn't super have a no, choice. Super, super have a choice um but it's just like it, like i there was the one scene where like Batman rolls into like or Mask of the Phantasm or Batman rolls into like someone's office and just like breaks through and they're like, okay, now there's a guy in tights in yeah, my he's office just, and he's, he's just got a breaking mask. into offices. He's spying the... on his ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that I wasn't gotta, comfortable. I gotta say though, I think they're good together. Yeah, like they 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 obviously care deeply about each other. Uh, and they're very interested in each other. They make out all the time. All the time. Like, well, Alfred is about... Yeah. I think they have a thing where they want to get caught by Alfred, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know what? Um, I'm not kink-shaming. Good for fine. them. That's fine. But like... But think about they, Alfred. Does he really want that? He's like, fucking bullshit. <laughs> no. But they both... Like, when it comes down to it, like, part of a relationship isn't the little things... Like the little things are important, but sometimes it's like the big decisions. Do you like, mean all the small things? Yes. Uh, but like when a disaster strikes, what do you do? How do you mm-hmm. handle it? And they both say, oh, when, when my parents die, 
I become a spirit of vengeance. Mm-hmm. Like they, they are. do agree on that one thing. One in the they same. Do. But one becomes if an he, order hero and if, one becomes a chaos hero. I mean, if he was just like, hey, could you stop killing people? And she was like, yeah, they'd be great together. Andy, but you got your hand no. up. Um, two things. One, <laughs> the way you describe Joker is the favorite. My favorite iteration of the Joker mm. is that when people think they can control him and then like four people are suddenly dead in the room, they're like, huh, how did that happen? <laughs> it's because you're trying to control chaos yeah. and you can't. Um, Batman R.E.P. for anyone who would like a really good thing to read. Uh, Grant Morrison, crazy ass writer, mm. uh, has the Joker in that sense. There's this secret organization that's trying to kill Batman. They try to employ the Joker and people die real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two, I love the Joker so much. What? I just, the Joker is one of my favorite characters in fiction. Like He's the best okay. character in Batman. Yes. For me. For you. Sorry, keep continuing, um, Andy. <laughs> so, uh, um, the phantasm shows up again in the DC UA, which is the DC animated universe. Oh. Um, in an episode of Justice League Unlimited called Epilogue, um, it's showing like the future of the Justice League between like Batman and Justice League, those TV shows, and Batman Beyond. Um, someone high up in the government hired the phantasm to kill Terry McGinnis's parents. Ooh. In order to start the chain of events again. So by killing parents, they thought that they could make it happen. Excuse me. And create so, a new Batman. So they killed his parents. They killed Batman no, Beyond. No. Or they were fa- going to kill Batman fa- Beyond. Andrea, Andrea couldn't go through with it. Mm. She was an unsuccessful Mandalorian. Uh, she was hired as a bounty hunter. She's an unsuccessful Mandalorian. Did she get a baby Yoda? 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 Oh, Yoda? My God, we need some more baby Yodas. Every every franchise needs a baby Yoda. Yeah, not this an equivalent. Could use a baby Yoda. It needs a literal baby Yoda. Just oh. hanging out in the corner of the screen, yeah. just like doing a little dance. So whenever you're bored, you can just like, look at it. Like the land of land before time, I watched that had a sign language interpreter, <laughs> interpreter in the corner, in every scene. and I didn't know how to turn it off because there's yeah. a VHS tape. Oh it was you couldn't turn it I off. Couldn't. It was a VHS it was, tape. It makes a really that's great not story how VHS now. Works. It's like that's weird. Why is there? Yeah, we in the accidentally corner? got the ASL version. It's oh, kind of neat. It's yeah. neat that they had one. Yeah, yeah. But a blockbuster. It was mislabeled or something. Yeah. Um, I will say, Andy and I have different favorite characters in the Batman franchise. Very much so. Who's and I your favorite character, Andy. My favorite. A uh, villain or just no, character? No, your favorite character. Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay. Or Batman. You meant villain. No, I didn't. I didn't. Because we have different opinions about um, Nolan's Dark Knight. Because you're like, there's not enough Batman. I'm like, oh, I love it because there's no Batman in it. It's just the Joker. You're using Batman as a lot of different... Um, Batman. You mean the Batman? You mean story? what iteration of Batman? No, I don't. Okay, so here's here is my my point. In Mask of the Phantasm, yeah. I like Bruce Wayne and Batman more than I like, or I care about him more than I ever have before, mm. after, since. Um, and it is partly because of the Andrea counterbalance mm. to him that like oh he's a human he's not just a robot yeah there's, like, right. there's some real character development it's, yeah. you actually have a batman and bruce wayne balance instead of being yeah. like bruce wayne's the mask batman's the real person he's lost himself right yada 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 and i think it's why i identify more or not identify but like why i'm more drawn to joker because i like at least there's something it like 
Hmm. There's like so many motivations that I can't figure out one. But it, but like hmm. Batman, I'm like, all right, I get you. You're not interesting. Joker, I'm like, oh, tell me more. But because this specific Bruce Wayne, there was more to it. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely definitely more to it. Um, if I were to pick a favorite iteration off the top of my head, it's either the Nolan or the Justice League Batman because mm. it's just a continuation of Batman the Animated Series. Um, because Batman villains are essentially just a uh, some sort of mental illness writ large, um, there's a lot of like just interesting villains, maybe not as interesting as other heroes. We won't, don't need to get into that. Um, I have a lot of opinions about this. Uh, Two-Face is my favorite just because mm-hmm. there's uh, the story called The Long Halloween, which you see the descent of Harvey Dent into Two-Face. Mm-hmm. That, like, much like the Dark Knight Nolan movie, there's always that duality to him. Mm-hmm. Like, you have Two-Face Harvey who's, like, totally fine, and then he's, like, something switches and he and he turns into a rage monster. Uh-huh. Um, but just you have this tragic character that's, like, fighting this the entire time Mm -hmm. um and it's much more (laughs) two-dimensional um for lack of a better term joker just gets reinvented too often for me to be like i don't know but Mm. you don't read the comics so that's that's its own like you're seeing a version and that's like Mark Hamill Joker well and I think is one of my favorites besides Mark Hamill Joker is so powerful of a character and an Mm -hmm. interpretation that Mm -hmm. I'm like if you can't do something at least as interesting it's not the Joker so like Heath Ledger's Joker for me hits that standard of like you're doing something at least as interesting and it's a totally different fork but like I feel like I I didn't rewatch the Nicholson Batman but I've seen it in some form since it being introduced to Mark Hamill's and I'm like I don't care about this Jack Nicholson Joker. What I are you? I'd rather the Jack Nicholson over Heath Ledger. Ooh. You can well, come at me. I, I I'm would not like on to any re-watch. social media. I would like so. to rewatch that soon. West Side Story it. snaps. West. Yeah, but, uh, Andy and I—I I forgot to mention we're Andy's visiting us in New York here, mm-hmm. and we've been trying to figure out what to do. If you want to do a hoppity skip dance down those stairs in the Bronx from the Joker, we can stop <laughs> by Joaquin for Phoenix you. One. We can do that. Yeah, yeah that is actually absolutely. pretty close. I've by. heard that movie is pretty darn good. Um, I've heard it's surprisingly okay. <laughs> thoroughly mediocre. Yes. As a friend who was trying to get me to read another comic, um, he's like, you'll enjoy it. It's thoroughly mediocre. Speaking of DC movies, mm-hmm. we watched another one. We did. Wait, uh, what? Yeah. Oh. So uh, I think originally we were just going to pair Mask of the Phantasm and Spider-Verse because we're like, ah, superhero movies, done. But Andy. Andy (laughs) Andy is our superhero expert. I I like, I've read some comics. Uh Uh-huh. And I've watched a lot of like shows. Yeah. I've seen like a good third of the Marvel movies. But uh, so in this household, I am maybe the comics expert. I would say possibly. Well, between, I know a lot of weird things. Yeah, I don't but, know comics, but I know like superheroes at large. Yeah, like, you, yeah. you. I mean, you have the advantage of a brother who yeah. uh, we happily bring on as the comics expert. Just like Andy can probably list the Backstreet Boys faster than you could even now. Nick, Nick, Brian, Kevin, AJ, Howie. Done. Do you want to know where they all went during their <laughs> Disney Channel specials? <laughs> 
I unfortunately can relay that as well. I tell you what, I would have forgotten Howie, but the, I don't think anyone would mind. The center for the doll and lame, a basketball court, uh, horseback riding. Yes. Central Park. That's and, it. And that's it. You did it. Oh, oh, Nick yeah. and Brian were together. Yeah, Nick Andy. and Brian were together. And then Kevin was like, "I'm too old for this, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take some me time." Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's Dick's favorite thing. Yeah. The the. There is a We've back- talked about it before on what this is, podcast. What is this documentary again? I'm going to recount it. Backstreet Boys in concert on the Disney Channel. So They're in New York we doing watched a concert this documentary. and it's interspersed with like interview outing clips. This is like a trade. I uh, have Kate watch a wrestling thing and she has me watch a Backstreet Boys That's thing. That's how it's gone, yeah. And I, like, I fall in love with Kevin because he is riding a horse through Central Park and he's just he's just like very calm, very chill, just like... You know, uh, back in the country, we've got uh, grass and hills and trees. Now here, you got like trees and grass and buildings. So it's real different. <laughs> it's the yeah. It's the dumbest, best observation I've he, ever heard. Is he from the country? He's from Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why he talks like that. He's okay. Amazing. Kevin's. It's the great. Best. We'll watch it afterward. Heavy. We'll call him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on this plane, and you know it's. It's real nice. They brought me a snack, and then they they around dinner time they brought out some dinner. It's real nice, Kevin. Everyone. So Andy had different ideas of what we should see as a superhero movie. Yes. So Andy, you chose. You said specifically that Justice League: New Frontier would be a good match with Mask of the Phantasm. Can you yes. give us a little bit without? Because you are going to summarize the plot soon. Yes. That's true. But without giving too much plot, why did you? decide to pair these movies one i haven't seen new frontier in a while sure <laughs> sure two good reason i'm also realizing wonder woman could have worked but we're yeah we're here. too dope. late for that too late for that <laughs> that was dope um but they're both origin stories in their own regard but also just very different takes on origin stories mm-hmm. um they they share a similar time period sort of kind of um and it's two two very different um, ways that these people become heroes. Um, Batman is through tragedy. Hal, while you don't see in the movie, is a little bit of more tragedy. His dad dies in front of his eyes in a plane crash, mm. and but he it takes it in such a different direction than becoming vengeance and and blending with the shadows. He's um, a bright new hero that um, is willing to to take on the world. Hal almost seems That's like he's a hero before he gets his powers. Yeah, yes. like at least um, from from this, he's like he's a test pilot. He's like, yeah. I want to do a, this. I want to do this. He's a veteran mm-hmm. that uh-huh. decides, oh, war is the worst. <laughs> thank him. Th- yeah. Thank you, Hal, for your service. But he ends but, up being a yeah. pacifist, which is interesting mm-hmm. in this version. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But um, yeah. So. Uh, a little background about I won't go into like the plot details, mm-hmm. but Hal Mitchell, the Hal Mitchell, yeah, um, Hal Jordan, Hal Meacham. Hal. Be prepared for Dick to try to mess you up on words that you think you know, and then he says, and you're like, wait, is that That's really right. what? It- um, <laughs> Janie Dwarf Dwarf misdirect. Um, <laughs> so this the New Frontier comic came out of a place. I mean, it's written. 2003 to 2004 is when it was uh, released. Darwin Cook, uh, may he rest in peace, was a great um, 
uh, ardor, ardor, <laughs> artist writer <laughs> combination <laughs> that's not really seen in comics. You Rightist. have the rightest. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't have a whole lot of uh, uh, writer artist combos that are mm-hmm. worth your while. Mm-hmm. Darwin definitely was, but it was the untold tales of the fifties. So uh, when you get into the quote unquote silver age of comics, you have a lot of um, alien adventures, space adventures, a lot of like mystic, just like kind of funny pages sort of deals. Yes. What Dave. do you mean by Silver Age? Yeah. How could I? Good... How could we like define that? Yes. Uh, 1938 to 1955 was the Golden Age. Okay. So that's when all the superheroes, as we know them, were coming into creation. Uh, 56 until early 70s was the Silver Age. So okay. that was the re- the Renaissance, the rebirth. Um, and that makes sense with space. Like, this yes. is space races. So this is space races. You have Apollos. a lot of, like, Western comics. The comic um, authority code is coming into effect mm-hmm. now because of the McCarthy hearings and people like Frederick Wortham and his book, Seduction of the Innocents, which was essentially, uh, he's the first guy that were like, Batman and Robin are, like, doing it in the Batcave. And, like, do you really want your kids reading all these things? So he is one of the main proprietors of book burnings of comic books. And um, essentially, he is the reason why, like, Action Comics and all those old books are really expensive now Mm. because there aren't that many copies left. So basically, the comic book creators were being accused of being commies. Yeah, they were. Well, yeah, and they they were being censored. They were saying this is corrupting, like this is corrupting youth. How could you be doing this? And so that's why we have all these crazy ass stories. If you look Mm -hmm. at Batman in like the forties, like he's um, smashing heads, and sometimes people end up dead. It's not exactly his fault, but like in the fifties, you get to you get like Dad Superman, Dad Batman. That are these, these fantastic stories that don't make a whole lot of sense and you don't have a whole lot of narrative. Mm. It was just like it was one shot after one shot. So New Frontier, the idea was telling the untold stories of the 50s, mm. so to speak, in a narrative that. That's really cool. Yeah, that is. In a narrative that would make sense and that would would talk to those scary kind of cloak and dagger, cloak and dagger G-men yeah. sort of tales. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what it was touted as. When I first read it, I did not appreciate it. And then cause I was expecting like a lot of more fighty fists and sure. and action. But it's a much it's a slow burn and it's a story of these characters, mm-hmm. not just with these characters. And it's a little bit I would assume that the comic probably delves into this more. There's more like political and philosophical like it's light in the movie, but I can tell that in the comics I'm sure it was more yeah, of a thrust. There's a there's a very pointed conversation between Superman and Eisenhower in the comic that Eisenhower's no, just like, of course there is. you're going to do the right thing, right, Superman? He's like, yeah, I, I wasn't planning on not doing the right thing. He's like, but you're going to do the right thing for America, right? And they have mm. Mount Rushmore behind them. And it's just a very like, okay, like you're, you like, you know that you have an atom bomb in your hand right now. Um, and that being Superman, not the actual atom bomb. And he's just trying to like control and like kind of mm-hmm. keep keep yeah. some semblance because that's always a storyline that people are like, oh, he's, what if he goes bad? Like, 
any that's yeah. here nor there. Yeah, we can. I I am ready to ask like a million questions yeah. to get really deep on this, but we need to get. Yeah, we we need to, to get to the summary. The summary. So we both. Is it fair to say to summarize that we both saw this for the podcast, and that's it? yep. Yeah. First time for the podcast. I have seen um, some of these like DC movies. Yeah. Uh, the one I saw um, that I know was like in this kind of style was mm-hmm. the uh, Wonder Woman movie. Yep. Which. I loved, highly recommend to everyone. Animated. Um, yes, to be clear. I did not see the Gal Gadot one uh, yet. I've heard it's really it's good. It's supposed to be good. It's good. Yep. Of the DC offerings, yeah. it's the best. Uh, but the animated movie, I forget. No Michael Shannon Stein. I forget who is Wonder Woman, but. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell oh. is. Yeah, and yep. Captain Malcolm choice. Reynolds is. Yes. A boy. Steve Rogers. That's what I said. And. Boy. Alfred Molina is Aries. Alfred oh, Molina yeah. is a fantastic voice actor. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he does a lot of stuff, but yeah. his switch over to that is really impressive. Nice. nice. Yeah. Cool. It's the most comprehensive Wonder Woman story I've seen. Andy, are you ready for a cookie timer? Yes, I am. All, All right. right. Okay. Two minutes Justice on the League, clock. Justice New Frontier, two minutes ago. All right. As I said, Untold Story of the 50s, but we start off with, um, our main one of our main characters, Hal Jordan. He is uh, in the Korean War. He has been able to not um, kill anybody. He's been able to be a hot shot. Uh, but we see a very real moment where he ends up killing someone um, after the war has been declared over. Uh, we smash cut to civilian life. Um, we have all these people that are enjoying um, enjoying their life and enjoying um, a party. But before that, uh, we see this mysterious alien kind of uh, come to Earth, and he has inadvertently killed a uh, scientist and assumed his identity. Uh, This is the Martian Manhunter. But uh, we see domestic life in the DC universe as it is right now. Um, The Flash makes his appearance. He um, shows up to this glitzy party, stops Captain Cold, and is on his way. But as he's stopping Captain Cold... um, this man is possessed by something that says like the center won't hold like we will rise up we will attack um what you find out is that there's this um prehistoric creature that is coming for blood soon uh called the center um it's making sure that uh, it's aligning all of its pieces it's seeing all these heroes trying to take them down and um as they're as they're coming up so these new heroes are Coming out of the woodwork, uh, Superman is is already established with the U.S. government. Wonder Woman as well. Batman is kind of a, a question mark, even though he does very much exist. So all these heroes are uh, coming into being, meeting each other. Uh, but then um, the U.S. government also has a big hand in in how um, everyone's forming and and what they want and what they don't want. Uh, so in failed attempts around. Yeah, definitely didn't wow. do that. Um, Whoops. Oh, boy. It's okay. All right, Andy, we're going to let hard. you... It's your first time. It's, it's hard. Well, it's your yeah. second time. Yeah, it is. But we're going to let you continue. Keep um, going. So the, the U.S. government um, is trying to um, uh, increase their space race. They're trying to make it out to the stars. Um, they, they don't end up getting there because they have heard that there's life on Mars, but they have a Martian in their midst already. Um, the 
the I realize. Oh, this you're is... just like halfway through the movie right oh, now. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so the really Green hard. Lantern gets his Green Lantern ring. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of by accident. Kind of by accident. He doesn't know what to do with it. So uh, through this, through this, through all of this, Hal has kind of been listing. He doesn't know what to do after the war, but he's the main driving point of this movie. That um, he's this guy who's trying to overcome his fear and overcome his no, no, keep going. Um, his insufficiencies. Hmm. Um, a Green Lantern ring chooses him, which is this hmm. all powerful like magic lamp, Choose, so to speak. It's like um, the Baby Yoda of the Green Lantern universe. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um. So. All these all these divergent plot lines come together when the center is just like, nah, I've had enough. I'm just gonna like wipe <laughs> out all the humans. Spewing out dinosaurs. Yeah, what it, it does. does. Is it great. spews out like hundreds of dinosaurs uh-huh. that start attacking everyone. Yeah. When those dinosaurs die, more dinosaurs pop out. More dinosaurs uh-huh. pop out. It's, it's just like, a lot of dinosaurs. It's like the volcano dinosaur and How to Train Your Dragon, but like extra. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it produces more dinosaurs. Yeah. Dragons. Yeah. Sores. It's like a hydra, but yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, separate dinosaurs. Um, so they eventually uh beat back the center. They um, with the Flash, he has this special shrink ray that like makes it unstable. Green Lantern throws it in space, and essentially, but yeah, really, it's Green Lantern who really kind it's of Green saves Lantern. the day. Yeah. He he steps into his power, steps into his responsibility, and then essentially we have the start of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. All these heroes are like, hey. Like, what was that name again? What did you say? The Justice League. The Justice League. I guess <laughs> huh. we'll start that. <laughs> yeah. I, I am obsessed with that moment in... Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, in, in movies. Oh. In movies about, like, a band or, like, a group or something where it's like... He... It's like, you guys are like a big group of Avengers. Wait, what'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> Avengers? I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're so... like some sort of Green Lantern. So what? what it is interesting for like for you to tell that story, Andy, to on? me yeah. who like no 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 to who one hasn't read the comic, yeah, and two doesn't like I had to pause the movie. I'm like, should I know who Hal Jordan is we the did way a that I know pauses, yeah. that Clark Kent is? And and like Andy had a moment of like, yeah yeah I have to tell you this is like you would know this going into a Justice League movie yeah. if you were yeah. a Justice League fan. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay, he's the Green Lantern. Um, so it's interesting when you say like how Jordan's transformation into Green Lantern is the thrust of this story. For me, that's not a, a thing that I got out of it. Like for me, it was like a side plot almost. Yeah, I would say that that's one of the really, the, one of the really interesting things about both of these movies. And uh, mm-hmm. by the way, I love this movie. Mm. Thank you. It's so good. This You're was welcome. so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but one of the really interesting things about this and Mask of the Phantasm is that there are origin stories in each movie. Mm. And the origin story is not, it's not like the main thrust in the way that I'm used to origin stories yeah. being yes. like, we're following around Hal Jordan as a kid. We're learning about his dad. Right. Yeah. It's not like, like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, for yeah, it's instance. Just, yeah. like, it's, it happens. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. not the only thing that happens. What would you say is the main thrust? So for me, I like, agree with that. the main character of New Frontier is Martian Manhunter. Yeah. I would, yeah, okay. To me, like, I'm most Which invested kind of in his, his origin story. Too. It is his origin, it's, too. It's like a dual origin. I guess, oh. I mean, and maybe if I had known who Hal Jordan was from the beginning, no. I would have been paying attention. But also, I will say, this was a Transformers movie problem. There were, like, four characters who looked just like Hal Jordan. Like, 
just yeah. like classic Welcome white man 50s, yeah. with a brown crew cut. <laughs> Let's just so like one like, has brown hair, one they, has, two yeah. has black hair. Well, and then but yeah, like they're, all, they're all army for men instance, from the fifties. Yeah. The so. character that Martian Manhunter takes on for like probably fifty percent of the mu- movie, mm. like. I couldn't pick out him and Hal Jordan as separate characters in a lineup. There, there was not. Yeah. There was not for the audience. I'll say that was a thing. Is there was not for the audience a clear this character's Martian Manhunter. It there were red like eyes. It, was, it seemed like it was red eyes, but, but like then Hal you Jordan's said, eyes were like light brown. So I also yeah. thought that he had red eyes. That confused and me the, for a the moment. And the scene after we see Martian Manhunter's red eyes. Yeah. We see Superman. Use his heat, heat vision, vision, red eyes. And you're like, oh, Martian like, Manhunter's oh. pretending to be Superman. Yes, that was confusing. No, and I'm, I'm, uh, I do this sometimes where I'll be like, Ooh. well, did you read the comic? I because <laughs> I did not. Like, no, <laughs> and that's that's yeah, because in the comic, the the main threat, like you see how from a child, mm-hmm. yeah, until he hits this, but like, no, this, that's fair. This, this movie decided to focus on on John because it was more of a and John is the Martian. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Jean Jones. Yeah. Uh, Martian is very similar to English, I guess. Um, so is Superman. It just has so more apostrophes. More, pro- yeah, more Kryptonese, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Which, But I think yeah. I think this, that was one of the strengths of this movie. Yeah. Is I, I have seen, you know, I've seen Spider-Man like four times now. Mm-hmm. I, I know the origin. I've seen Batman over. And I like, I've seen this origin story. Yeah. You don't have to keep wasting... Yeah. An entire mm-hmm. movie on and it, and I do think that was a strength of Mask of Phantasm. Yeah, as I think well. it was a strength of both of these. It's like Mask of Phantasm. If somehow you don't know who Batman is going in, you still get his origin. And in in this, like, well, we got Hal Jordan's origin. Yeah, but we didn't have to waste a bunch of time not doing flying around and shooting lasers. Which is what I'm here for. There's a lot of superhero. There was a lot of from the beginning. Stuff, yeah, and there and were a lot of not other superheroes. I. Uh, let me redact. Let Ooh. me adjust my previous statement. Do that it. Hal Jordan is he's the linchpin to this story. So he's the one yeah. his 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 ring falls into place, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then that triggers everyone mm-hmm. else to be like, shit, we could do this I together. Did, I know I've already said some Transformers references. Sure. And throughout the movie I'm like, oh, this like center, it's Unicron. Yeah, it's Unicorn. I mean, yeah. these are things that I couldn't say like three weeks ago because I just recently saw the Transformers and movies. Yeah, congrats. But in it, Hal Jordan is kind of the hot rod where like mm-hmm. I didn't know he was supposed to be important until all of a sudden like, oh shit, he's saving the day. Yeah. Cool. But that's fine. Which I think I think worked in this. I movie, think it worked. Where it didn't and, and in I, Transformers, right? No, I, yeah. This is this is a good a, version of what Transformers was trying to do. To do could yeah. have done, maybe could not have done because yeah. Hasbro was, was a nightmare. But <laughs> no, we don't need to get into that. Um, <laughs> here's 24 characters that look the same. Use them all. <laughs> Use them all. Okay. And also, yeah. 12 of them have to die. Mm. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, but I think that's what makes this. This is. New Frontier has been reprinted, I don't know, five or six times mm. since it was first made. Um, and I think this is like a, a distilled superhero story because yeah. you have that like that it does it does the final push so well mm-hmm. into superherodom yeah. that's not like you watched however many people get murdered and you're like, huh, maybe I should do something about this. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's it, Hal Jordan's transformation 
is like the key moment. It puts oh. a, it puts puts like a final puzzle piece in place so that yeah. the Justice League can continue. And I think that's what Mask of the Phantasm does too. Mm-hmm. I would and we we've like kind of pre-gamed this conversation <laughs> talking about it. But for me, it's less of a Batman origin than a Bruce Wayne origin. That like mm, it gives more. him humanizing yeah. features of like oh he did have another choice besides this like very narrow view of how he's responding to his parents' death. Like, he had another option in life, and he, like, repeatedly chose this one in spite of other things. And so, kind of having... Yeah, he could have had a normal life. Yeah. I mean, as normal as being a billionaire. And one reason he chooses to, like, kind of, like, be over the morning of... He chooses Andrea... In his early life, and then she moves to Europe without like and breaks up with him in a letter. So that was kind of a piece for him that's like, cool. So now I'm Batman. Like, there's nothing really left yeah. for me to. That makes so much more sense from a human level than yeah. than him being like, yeah, I'm gonna take out all crime. Yeah, it's like, forever from I the was... age of six on. This is right. my goal. Like, that's... I was spurned by someone I loved. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, I felt that after breakups. Be like, fuck mm-hmm. it. I'm just gonna play this game until like, yeah. I'm... It's 100% like, complete with it. It's like, well, I got broken up with. I'm going to be the best Mario or ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, exactly. And that, so then that to double down yeah. for her to come back and then be like, oh, we are like morally, philosophically different people now. This is mm-hmm. not going to work. And then that final bat signal going up and he goes after it is kind of in the way that how Jordan puts the last piece into the Justice League puzzle. This puts the last piece into the Batman puzzle where like Bruce Wayne... Bruce Wayne is dead. <laughs> Gary's dead. Gary's dead. Uh, Bruce Wayne is dead. It's Batman now. Well, the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I found it interesting from that perspective where like it wasn't just the you see his parents shot again. You see him being raised and you see him do the computers. Um, and especially after Batman Begins, I never need to see the origin again. Whew. That was great. Yeah. We're done. Like like yeah. the Batman origin. Yeah. It's like, done really well in Batman ba- Begins. Batman Begins is I the thought origin. You beyond for a minute. Yeah. Like I don't oh, ever. Oh, it's the definitive origin. No one needs. No yeah. one needs yeah. to retell it again. Yeah. I got it. It's the, amazing. Yeah. The only good thing I can say about Batman v Superman v Roe Wade um, <laughs> is v Roe v Wade v yeah. Red v Scott yeah. um, <laughs> is the S- Snyder did a really interesting version of. Sorry, of, you say Snyder, and it's just a laugh. It just is. No. Sorry. Oh, my laugh is. Orphan Fight. Orphan <laughs> is Fight. Is the name of this movie? Yeah. Wait, I, did you just say Martha? You said, what? I did. What? Oh. No. <laughs> your mom's not named Martha, too, what? is she? Oh, I've never seen good. the movie, oh, and I sorry, know this joke. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, the first couple minutes was like, bang, bang, they're dead. But then you have this like really symbolic and metaphorical like, Bruce is like watching his parents, but then he gets like raised up by these these bats mm. and like kind of takes like this like um, I'm in a tractor beam sort of pose. Mm. And you're like, oh, like, OK, that's cool. Like it's metaphorical. It's like, oh, I'm going to become mm. the Batman. Yeah. And then it gets ruined in the next two minutes <laughs> when he's up in a corner and Ben Affleck's trying to be like, I'm hiding. But it's very clear like there's a man up in a corner <laughs> and like the white of his eyes are just like. But uh, so it's, it's like a cartoon where the whites of the eyes are still just like bright, blink, even though blink, it's dark. Yeah, blink. he might as well have gone blink, blink, blink. And do you think releasing the Snyder Cut would help? 
I think it would be interesting if we could see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it would be. Yeah, because the parts of Justice League that my friends like are clearly the Joss Whedon moments. I remember really liking Zack Snyder very briefly. In for three hundred. No, um, like I like three hundred. Um, no, um, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh. Dawn of the Dead was really cool. It yeah. had a Richard Cheese song. It had his okay. version of Down with the Sickness. Uh, Excellent. It was just it was just really fun, really cool. The, I'm I don't three hundred and I'm gonna be honest, I, I understand, I understand, but I like Watchmen. Huh? I like Watchmen. First, yeah, I the, think the it, movie. I think it does it well. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed Sucker Punch. Like I don't know what people were expecting. Yes, yeah, but su- like Sucker Punch has some problems, but sure, it was fun to sure. watch. It's a f- yeah, 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 yeah. But like Snyder's not a bad director. He's just bad at doing in-depth content. Snyder would be an amazing cinematographer or director of photography. Yes, he just maybe shouldn't direct. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Okay. No. Gavel, gavel, gavel. So, okay, Sorry, so in Kate. terms of, I'm thinking, so yeah, this was all me with eyes glazed over. So I was thinking about other things. So let me. She was playing me, with. She was playing with Detective Pikachu. Let on me the key couch. you. Yeah, but Detective Pikachu's over that's, here and too. That's okay. Uh, the world's greatest detective. <laughs> Screw you, Batman. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. Pikachu. Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Um, Why so, don't you see his dad in the pictures? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're waiting yeah. to show you that till the end. Um. So Batman Mask of the Phantasm is an original concept yes. born out of Batman the animated series. Yes. And Bruce Tim um, and Paul Dini. Sure these are people who worked on the animated series. They are responsible for Whereas you know, a lot of Justice 90s. League is born out of the full comic. Ju- not Justice sorry, New the, Frontier. The movie is we born watched. out of the comic. Yes. It's not born out of there is a Justice League TV show, but this is unrelated the, in this... terms of like the the style, the the characters don't look the same. It's a, it's not a continuation of plot. Yes, from this. I was gonna get too tactical. It is a one to one. Like there's a comic called New Frontier. Yeah, they translated the best they could. Yeah, cool. there's no Mask of the Phantasm comic. Right, Great. that is that is the question. So yes. I guess Andy and Dick, you have sure. relations to this too. Like, do you sure. see elements in the movie that tell you, oh, this is based on TV versus this is comic, and that hmm. that in knowing that. Batman the Animated Series is kind of just highly revered in superhero fandom. Like, it might as well kind of be a comic because it is so highly revered as, like, canonical material. So I'm I'm critical of superhero things when... I want to be, but I'm I'm also (laughs) when I want want to to be. be. And I can also just, like, turn my brain off and be like... That was a really cool idea. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know there are problems with it, but like, um, oh, I was Batman the animated series like is its own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when I see it, I, I think I filter out any sort of like comic book reference. The only thing that I can think of is that like his first Batman outfit when he like first suits up. Um, yeah. Is relatively close to the first Batman outfit. But even then, it's just a bigger bat symbol without the the yellow circle around it. Because you do see in Mask of Phantasm, because it takes place over, over an amount several of time, years, you yeah. see him like kind of come up with right. the suit over time. He puts like on he's a first sweater in a ski and a mask. mask. Yeah. yeah. And then, he's just like a guy with 
kind of a ski mask on. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and I'm going to beat up like, five arms. Oh, thugs. they're not afraid of me. I need to change my suit. Right. Yeah. yeah. And when animated series was first created, it was still the, the silly bat symbol with the, the yellow circle. But mm-hmm. like, for me, that is, that is my Batman. Like, mm. Yeah. If, if there's not a blue interior to the cape, I'm like, that's that's not right. Well, the same that's- thing when the Batman started talking in New Frontier, I'm like, who took over? Like, who possessed Batman? That's well, not Kevin Conroy. No, I yeah. don't know what I'm that's, hearing. There's been like six different Batman. And, um, of, and of course there are, right? Yeah, of course. Kevin can't be available for everything. But to, uh, for lack of a better term, layperson, to like, like you watch it. You understand, like, you understand that there's, like, oh, like, this is a very classic Batman voice. Hearing that is incredibly jarring. Yeah. And especially, I think, for an animated, like, I can see the difference between, like, Michael Keaton's face and George Clooney's face. Oh, it's another person. And even though this Bat costume is different and it's more like the original, like, was it 38 or something? Like, Um, it's just, like, the. It's very pointy eared and round face. The first costume is really cool. It's like scary. Yeah. Yeah. Animated series, I'm used to like squares and rectangles, and this is circles and triangles. So I'm like, Mm. yeah. Yeah. First, but and, and just like the regular gloves and not like the, the yeah. The but gauntlet. at the same time, yeah. this yeah. is two D. There's black and gray. It should be Kevin Conroy, like right. There's yeah. even in with the Arkham brain. games that like are not anywhere close to the animated series. They're not very good games. Sorry, but it's Conroy and Hamill, right? I just I just oh. coughed. That's I just coughed. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh-oh. We will. Um, Orphan fight. <laughs> Yes. Not good games story-wise no, or, no com- or combat-wise. Anyway, Kevin Conroy's done a lot of Batman voices. He doesn't in this. The Batman in New Frontier is fine, but when you're saying like archetypal, like this is the default yeah, no, Batman you, in you, my you, brain. You, you expect to hear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin. so it, that was another point where it was like, oh, Martian Manhunter's pretending to be Batman because it's not Kevin Conroy's voice, yeah. so it uh, must be someone must, pretending yeah. to be yeah. Batman. I got red herringed into thinking that like eight different characters were Martian Manhunter, <laughs> <laughs> including that gorilla. <laughs> I, <laughs> what, at one point, a gorilla shows up, right? It's like twice the size of a normal gorilla. It has like a collar, and the Flash is hunting and him. And it has like an Iron Man I don't chest know, piece. I don't know enough about DC to know what's happening. So he like... Yeah, the Flash is fighting him. He punches the Iron Man part of him, and then his head explodes. <laughs> and, and then, like, government guys come in. They net the Flash. Then the Flash disappears, and I just had to pause because I'm pa- like... We pause. And, and, like, 16 different things happen. I don't know what I should be thinking is okay and what is not okay. And, Kate, you looked at me, <laughs> or you, you were just like, who is that? And I say, Gorilla Grodd. And then you start saying... Dick, you're just making that up. And then I, without knowing this, say like, yeah, no, that's Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd. And, and he's from just, the Gorilla City. Like, I would have put $100 on Dick making up that name out of nothing. I'll buy you 100 George Michaels you can teach to Gorilla Grodd. I, w- yeah, I Gorilla would Grodd. make up that name. That's a great name. Yeah. Like, oh, so, okay, what usually happens when he punches Gorilla Grodd and the Iron Man <laughs> Not yeah. that. Not, not was a, the not answer. A ejection of his head. So, so after a couple of like pauses and asked questions, our our question instead of who is that became, is it important that I know who that yeah. is? Yeah, that to was which a Andy's lot. like, well, let me tell you who those are. 
And no, it's not important that you know. So, and I think like Mask of the Phantasm, it is more limited in scope of like named characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. And no. so I feel so like Mask of the Phantasm. I don't. I don't know this for sure because I've lived with Batman my whole life. Like I think you could pick up Mask of the Phantasm not knowing much about Batman. Oh yeah. No. And Justice so, League, I think is or New Frontier, I think is the same. But I do think that you're more confused if you don't have a base knowledge of all of the it Justice would, I think it would help to have at least a baseline knowledge. Like, like I think I did okay. Yeah. Yes. There were still a couple it's, moments where I was like, Because the ah. thing is, like, I know the Justice League heroes. I know their names. I know Batman and Superman really well, but I don't know anyone's villains besides Batman and Superman. Yeah. So a gorilla shows up and I'm like, ah, is that... Is that Optimus Prime? Or, or like, a guy, a guy comes <laughs> shooting ice, and I'm like, oh, it's Mr. Mr. Freeze. Freeze. Oh. And it's like, no. no it's Captain Cold. Cold. It's Captain Clearly. Cold. Don't be a that, fool. I mean, that is true. It's it's a Justice League movie, so the Justice League characters, especially from like the 50s, mm-hmm. um, during the opening sequence, there were even more heroes. Mm. And because the comic itself is really dense, you had like the first, like half of the first yeah. issue was just like, mm, three minutes, let's do this. Um, so yeah, it, I was noticing that as well. I'm like, this doesn't stand alone really well. It's a great, like you get to see there, there's something about animation and seeing a comic come to life. That's really special and really exciting. So for someone who's like read it, you're like, Oh, this is awesome. But I will say that it was still like, it wasn't for me like transformers where I'm like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? And I don't care about what's happening. Like, right. It was like, who's that? Transformers. But even if I don't know, like that, like dinosaur fight scene was awesome. Kate, would even you... when like Green Arrow and that red and white guy comes out, I'm like, I don't know who these are. But this strange, scene looks yes. objectively cool. Kate, did you uh, learn about any new or any comic book characters you didn't really know about that well, now you care about? Gorilla Grodd. Yes, obviously. Um, and, and his Iron Man. And his Iron Man <laughs> chest uh-huh. button. Um, I, I mean, I'd say Martian Manhunter. The Flash. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is a great Flash. I think that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. He... But it seemed like his scenes were cool. Yes. And I, I guess because his only superpower is running fast, I'm like, well, that's all he could do. No, he could do a scavenger hunt around Las Vegas for six bombs. Like, instantly. Like, that's a neat yeah. he can, use he can, of Flash. Uh, right. And, that's and his a, fight scenes were sweet. Yeah. Like, he only had really a couple cool. of he them, was but... animated really well. They did a good job of mixing the fast motion versus, like what Flash's perspective would be, which is everyone else's in slow motion. And like, yes. they, a, cuts they did cool. a really good job of making that slow motion happen, yeah. which like in animation, that seems like a real, I mean, we've seen the Lion King. We know slow motion oh. is a challenge. No, I was thinking of another great use of Ooh. this, the We Bear Bears episode where they give, um, where they all take that like caffeinated five hour energy. <laughs> oh yeah. And, is it, and is so it like Grizz everything around them happens that in ends slow up, motion. Yeah. He's yeah. just going around. It's great. I will say that is uh, how they did it in the movie is a, is what makes a good <laughs> flash run in the <laughs> comics mm. um, is because you, you like, yeah, he can run fast and you can do cool things with it, but like it's all about the story with the Flash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he can run real fast, but they've broken it down. That's like, it's still happening in real time for him. So like, that was hours to him. Yeah, as he's running, mm-hmm. and it takes ninety seconds. Yeah, but 
he's to him. Okay, that's yeah. Interesting. It's ninety seconds to us, but it's to like him, a it's space like space light year thing. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that, is that something he can like turn on and off, like bullet time? No. Oh, which is a really so. Oh when, my god! How does he have a relationship? Very carefully. Oh my god! There are very interesting moments in the Flash comics where. You can either make it real silly, and he has a hyper metabolism, so he's to eat all the time, and just mm-hmm. you have food jokes. It's like, I, hey, Michael Phelps ate a lot of food. I and mean, he was not running as fast as the Flash. Also, he was a swimmer. <laughs> yes, it was so all it's all the marijuana that he was smoking yeah. as well that made him well, I get hungry. The munchies. Yeah, um, but it's when it's done well, it's just like he has a lot of time to think about things. Oh. It's also really oh. interesting out That's for a curse. Yeah. Oh no, there, there's a key moment. Um, there've been many different flashes. One's named Wally West. He is my favorite and we'll leave it at that. Um, but it's an interesting way to like have the writer talk about what they want to talk about. Cause the, the, I don't know why he was talking about it. He's like, I've like made up my mind about politics, about like what, like the world needs to do about all this. And like, that took me three minutes to decide. Mm. So like, I've like quote unquote solved this so I can then focus on like helping people. So like mm. I've made up my mind about these things, but it's really interesting to see like when the flash is like, like panic walking or like anxious waiting for something. Yeah. So yeah. like you see him like flip his like war and peace and like, yeah, all that. Yeah. And like the clock moves like one minute and you're like, this is <laughs> torture. torture. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like sitting through a video game tutorial where it's like, I just want to, I just want to do this. Yeah. So, um, they, the, the TLDR is that they did that really well in this movie. Nice. Yeah. Andy, because I'm not like super in the comic world. Super. Good one. Thank you. Um, super. every time you're like, Love. my favorite is Wally West and I'll leave it at that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, cool. Yeah. This, this is probably just like a fan declaration, but also, uh, People might be coming. Oh, uh, people might be can, going to war against our podcast because Andy has just sure. dropped some crazy bomb. So, um, the the fifties, as you mentioned before, Kate, um, you couldn't tell who was John Jones. The fifties personalities of these characters were yeah. really bland, and it was just like the what I said. Like it's it's a blonde, uh, a brunette. Uh, someone with black hair, All someone with white red guys hair, with crew cuts. Like. Yeah, that were exactly the same. And like comic historians have said this as well in documentaries. Yeah. Um, that is like they don't have personalities. So in this movie, Barry Allen has a personality. Historically, he does not. Mm. He is mm. Barry is just like black and white. This is good. This is bad. Mm. This is what I believe. And you shouldn't. Which is like, traditionally more of a DC thing. Yes. We think of superheroes with all this pathos, but really we're kind of thinking of Marvel and then the impacts of Marvel. In terms of the two big studios, oh no, now I've just caused a whole kind of... Yeah, no, 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 no. You're, Sorry. You're, you're, no, you're, In the individual, internal pathos. You're right. As, as you a, were saying that, I saw Andy's face start to go... <laughs> Andy hmm. went like galaxy brain. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. From, 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 oh, no. a, from an outside perspective, yeah. I realized that when I read DC Comics, I'm thinking about how I can internalize this and whatnot sure. but yeah spider-man has much more dialogue about good the gray, and, bad and the gray area than, is discussed yeah. more yes. so than at least than 40s and 50s well, DC. yeah 60s marvel really the two companies marvel comes, push into, and pull. comes mm. into play later too yeah we're just the right marvel was society it, marvel in was in the place. 60s yeah, yeah. that's uh, all the all the stanley jack kirby stuff was mm. then 
Um, and it's true that all of Flash is Stan Lee. That's what right? we've seen, right? All of Flash, Flash is, yeah, all of Flash is Stan Lee. Okay, written and drawn. Friends, we have to tell you to explain this to our audience. We have okay. So you no, we have, you we have, have a favorite. This is new to me. This we is have new a to favorite me. television art auctioneer. You've probably seen like I I had a favorite television. Salesman, right? Like you, like, like sure. It's late at night. You watch QVC. You watch right. public access. There's a there's local some dude selling a sports local cards. Dude. He's great. But Kate and Andy introduced me to this guy, and he is his everything. name is Barry Chapel, and the fine art he's, showcase. He's a he's a character. Mm-hmm. He's a lovable fool. Do you want to use our our analogy? What is our analogy? Um, I, I will use it. Okay. He's like he's like uh, Donald Trump oh. uh, in an alternate universe. Yeah. Where Trump, instead of being evil and killing people, is uh, kind of a dope that sells fine art, but On doesn't TV. know but, anything about it. But fine art in like you know a motel or a hotel <laughs> that you stay yeah. at. Oh, that's man. the art on the wall. He sells yeah. hotel art. He sells yeah. hotel art, and there was an. I mean, he's been off the quote unquote off the air. I'm sure he's still selling things. No one's been able things. to find him for like two years. We which... will we will link there. They were live streaming for like 12 episodes and yeah. are still on YouTube. We yeah. will link them. We discovered this man is out of Southern California. He's not even a local here. We just found right. him on like you a found, digital you channel him in, Chicago, in Illinois. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I we don't know how. He's so incompetent. He says wrong things about art. He values it at weird numbers. He has conversations with other people in the studio because no one buys his stuff. Well, so yeah, he almost and, breaks glass. And so no we had this segment either. where he's selling these like yeah printings, I guess, of Marvel characters. So Kate, Kate introduced me to this. Yeah, and we're watching it, and we get twenty minutes in, and he brings out like a poster of the Fantastic Four, uh, like an issue of no, the Fantastic of the Human Four. Torch. Is an issue it's, of the human there, There's a couple different ones. It's like a cover art is different than like the interior art. Sure. So it's just yeah. like a giant like it's it's a poster of four. the human torch. Of the human torch. It's it's Duh. a red guy on yeah. fire. And yep. he's like, This is the flash. <laughs> he keeps saying it's the flash. <laughs> and then he says, like, it's signed by Stan Lee. Everything on this, this is false. thing is this Stan Lee. This is a Stan Lee. Lee original. And, and look, I am not a comic book expert. Neither am I. But I know that Stan Lee we, did not draw we Ultimate both Fantastic know that Four. that Stan Lee doesn't draw things. He does not. Not for anyone's... Not, any, for, not for any public consumer. Yes. <laughs> and, and for those of you in the... Not like professional art world, but um, maybe support a Patreon... Um, supporting the original artist is incredibly important. Right. People like Barry Chapel are the the problem because he's just like, yeah, it's scrumping you. Um, he's scrumping you, which yeah. is the past tense is scammed. The the original artist of the yeah of the flash. Fantastic <laughs> of flash. The Fantastic Flash Stanley. Four. Stanley. Yeah. So the, flash that the was artist was who on that one? Adam Kubert. You they, guys figured yeah, it, it out. Yeah, it was one together. of the Kubert. We were like texting. Yeah. <laughs> it was whichever one of the Kuberts. Jim Chung was another one. Um, if you're interested in really great comic book art, Jim Chung, C H E U N G. I I will say, in regards to Stanley and art, uh-huh. uh huh. I highly advise everyone just look up. Uh, oh my God, it's Stanley, Eric Larson, and maybe Todd McFarlane. There's just a video. Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld, thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's just a video where like 
these dudes are drawing this character and Stanley is making fun of it the whole time. Yeah. He's like, that, where's his where's his leg going? Like, rest in peace, Stan. You were a you were a, nut. a master. Yeah, he you probably were would nut. have gotten along well with Barry Chapel. To be, he would, to be honest. He, w- he would have been trolling him the entire time. It would have yeah. been great. That's what yeah. Stan did. Stanley anyway, was surprisingly smart. Uh, the yeah. Flash, nor that painting, was an original Stanley. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. All in, all said, oh, sold. That was to say Wally West versus Barry <laughs> Allen. <laughs> um, oh, this is going to be an episode, y'all. Barry, uh, not Barry Chapel. Barry Allen yeah. doesn't have a personality. Wally West was Kid Flash. So, like... The the whole idea with comics is that the 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 apprentice becomes the master. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. There's always two six. I'm glad that my There's... guess of what you were gonna say was anywhere close to what yeah. you were gonna say. Because otherwise you're gonna get that look like Yeah. Ah. No Kate. That's wrong. Um <laughs> so uh that was the first time that Wally, who was Kid Flash, became the real Flash. Um and like that was the first time it happened in the late eighties. And he became his own hero and a very human hero at mm. that. So he failed. He was a giant asshole for the first <laughs> like 60 some odd issues. Uh-huh. And then there's this really cool turning point. That's all to say like Wally is a, a very human character and a very relatable character. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's why, I mean, you can, you can fight me on Barry versus Wally, but I might. Yeah. I, I don't know Chappell what I'd be fighting be over. Barry Chappell wins everything. So let's... He, uh, he's like so the Mr. Magoo of superheroes. I do want to mention before okay. we move to our yeah. like wrap-up segment, um, I thought there might be more to talk about this, but I'm just going to gush on Mask of the Phantasm. Do it. Yeah. Both of these series take place in the 50s. New Frontier mm. uses it more as like a, here's how wars the affected things. Yeah. Um, and then like JFK appears at the end and it's weird. Um, well, but it's not because it's his whole speech is about the new frontier. It's weird. In the, yeah. it's weird that he's there. But it like it kind of necessary. sounds like a, the mayor of Springfield. Yeah. Like yeah, it's Quimby. not actually JFK. So you're just kind of like, oh, this is a. Is this, is this Dan Castellaneta? I understand. I understand what it's supposed to be. It's also really weird because in a in a, in a movie world. in a movie that the whole time was like, yo, I don't know if America has our best interests at heart. It ends with like. Yay, America has America. our best interests at heart. <laughs> JFK was not a great president. Yeah, well, you know, he helped us lose the space race. But yeah. there were specific 50s references in Mask of the Phantasm, specifically the abandoned World's Fair. Yes. That's, a, that's, they just, don't, they don't say it in so many words, yeah. but it is supposed to be the relics of Basically, the Walt Disney World Fair. I mean, the of New the York, New the, York World's Fair, yeah. where Walt Disney debuted a bunch of much rides. of his things. I think Small yeah. World, Small World, Carousel, Carousel of Progress, Progress. Lincoln. Uh, I think was the previous. Lincoln was previous. Fair, but and like the the uh, the was Statue of the Four Winds and yeah. Um, th- and and thank you for bringing this up because I just want to. And we've gush. been, if you've been on 30 Days of Plus, hashtag yeah. 30 Days of Plus, PLUS, um, you've noted that we've watched the Imagineering story and yes. there's a whole. And we've been watching Defunctland Defunct talk about mm-hmm. it, it's uh, like a YouTube series. They're talking about it's it's perfect with the Imagineering yeah, on is. the Disney Plus because that starts with Walt making Disneyland mm-hmm. and Kevin Perger is like 
cool. Here's when the first Ferris wheel happened. Yeah. Also, Walt's Walt, like dad was Walt there. was two years old nearby. Walt was two years like, old and he went on it. And here's when and this here's happened. This, this, and this World's is, Fair and Walt so, was there and there's like 14 ideas that would go into Disneyland, and Disney these, World. These world, oh. fairs, yeah. these world Fairs are so fascinating. But also when you get to the World's Fair grounds in Mask of the Phantasm, mm-hmm. you realize, oh, these animators are fans of it too. Because yeah. there is a... Like it's great, a very, there's like a kind of great big beautiful, great big beautiful tomorrow, tomorrow, small world, spaceship, mashup, earth, song. small world. Because there's a scene when it's actually happening. There's a flashback scene yeah. when it's like in its grandeur. Oh yeah, and you see the Batmobile, but it's like all yeah, yeah. It's like yes. oh, that He's looks like, like a cool car. What was that again? The Bat- Batmobile. The Batmobile. <laughs> Say that again. It was. Yeah, we need a new hit song. <laughs> Um and, and but and then are later we the, Joker are we the champions no the champions <laughs> sorry but later Joker is like living in what is essentially Carousel of Progress and I love that that's not explained he's got a robot wife yeah. and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. like this he's, is my life he's, he's now. cutting salami and with so her. like the the theme the comes back again but it's like a little bit weirded out it's and like so great. weird tape record thing and uh, it's a wonder oh, it's, it's so a good. wonderful thing of Joker just like. It's like, wait, what, what? What? He lives here? And these are the, what? so I remember two things. Spoiler, the phantasm is Andrea. And, and I like, I remember that scene where Joker has a conversation with the non-sentient robot wife. Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Pulls off a piece of her cheek. Yeah. That is, that is one of my favorite scenes. I love that Joker is not the main villain in this story. Yeah. But he just gets to do all the best Joker things. Yeah. The best Joker is Homer Simpson B-plot. Oh. <laughs> Kate always nice. tells me, she says, the best Homer is B-plot Homer. Yes. Yeah. No, the best Joker is B-plot Joker. Yeah. That yeah. is when, absolutely When he's correct. in the background with no adult supervision, <laughs> he, oh my God, like that is... That is my favorite because I just that's not my type of villain to root for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Flash villains, if you want. So that's some uh, high gorilla, gorilla with the Iron Man. Gorilla Iron and Man. Captain Cold is Flash. Yeah, there were two Flash villains. Yeah. So the Jeff Johns run, G E O F F Johns of the Flash. G-O-F? Highly suggest ten out of ten. What about the dinosaurs? Dinosaurs are actually a 1950s subplot. Can I- of who? Dinosaur Island. It yeah. was just just, just of an all of island things. of dinosaurs. The also, the plot of Jurassic Park. Well, dinosaur yes. island. Can I bring up uh, an unrelated comic thing that is one of my favorite things that has happened in comics that I've seen? Yes, sure. is it's uh, Spider Man, uh, where he is fighting maybe Sauron. He's like fighting a villain. Yeah, and that's a pterodactyl-sized man. Yeah, and uh, Spider Man is oh, like that's what you were referencing. Yeah. I thought it was the I know Mordor. They didn't do I got a, they did so, they didn't do a good job of naming so Sauron. Spider Spider Man is Sauron. like you Spider-Man. are a brilliant genius scientist. You could be curing cancer, and he says back, "But I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs." Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. That's that's pretty great. That you don't get that anywhere but comic books. Yeah. yeah. You don't. You just don't. And fun fact, uh, Mask of the Phantasm is where Iron Man 2 takes place. The world, there's a world's fair. A that, dilapidated uh, world's fair? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I, that's the Iron Man Kate, I haven't seen. I've, I've seen you, one you, and three, you've kind of s- by accident. You've you got to see two for the world's fair stuff. It's awesome. You will okay. love two. Uh, 
And the Sam Mickey Rockwell, Rourke seems not fun. Who cares about Mickey Rourke? Sam Rockwell's in yeah. it. Oh, Sam that Rockwell's is actually, in it. Yeah, Mickey. So I need to see two. Sam Rockwell has been I a like genius three. since We saw it when the Great Ninja Gatsby Turtles. was sold out. Um, <laughs> I like the fake out of, oh, the Mandalorian. That's what he was called. It was. You, no. There was no baby, baby Yoda. What was it called? Mandarin. What? The Mandarin. The Mandarin. Oh, I've been thinking you it's said the that other with such one. conviction I, I that I almost believed you. <laughs> well, um, hey, uh, unless I unless... was so confused when that title of Star Wars came out. I'm like, is this about the villain in the third Iron Man? I was wrong this whole time. Wow. Okay. This is all making sense okay. for me. It's, so it unless, might be time. Unless there is anything else that we specifically need to cover, I think it's time to start getting into the final cut. The final cut. Where we will discuss things it's the more. Final Andy. Cut down. But where did the lighter fluid come from? We have to thank you. Yeah. Because this first segment of the final cut actually was born out of the other episode that you've been on so far. Is that true? It is. Last time Andy was on the show, we did Incredibles and Hercules. This is true. And Andy shouted out a scene in The Incredibles where Dash does Mm. this run. And we're like, oh, this was so fun. I go cold with adrenaline every time I see that. And this was so fun to hear Andy speak about this scene that just yeah. like, ooh, like gives him goosebumps. Ooh. And we had recently before that recorded an episode where we just trashed Titan A.E. for an it hour. deserved it. There were two other movies. We just trashed Titan A.E. for an hour. So um, we, we thought it was important to like, even when we're watching bad movies, shout out some positivity. But when we're watching good movies too, like just like say, hey, here's something that, and that by the we way, especially love. Um most of the movies we watch are Disney. Oh, man, but not always. Most of the movies we watch are musicals. But not always. Most of the movies we watch are good. But not always. We should have said that an hour and 29 minutes ago. That's Sorry, part of everyone. the intro yeah. normally, but we've been doing so much You can just scramble it for yourself. Yeah, just, anyway, just remember it. Speaking of movies that are not or good, I liked yeah. both these movies a lot. Yes. So scene shout-outs will be extra fun so for these. So scene shout-outs... Um, do, should we go first and let Andy have some time to think because so he didn't know he was I, about we're to gonna do go this? One, I think I understand. But we're going to go, go one ahead. movie at a time, yeah. shout out a specific scene that like, ooh, gets you. Yeah, that was like either like emotional or fun or just well drawn So let's or start something. with Mask of the Phantasm. Okay. Dick, are you ready? Yeah, I, I actually, am. Okay. look, I got some notes. Oh, look at you. Dog um, notes? What? Bat notes. Bat notes. Yeah. Um, it, I... If we didn't talk about the World's Fair already, I would have talked about mm. that. But for me, there's a scene in Mask of the Phantasm where Batman is at his parents' grave, and he's just like, and he's My like, "Are dead?" Well, yeah, <laughs> but he's like, he's, uh, pro- has he proposed to? Uh, I don't know where you are in the movie. Say more. So Batman, Batman, like at some point has proposed mm-hmm. to the 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 Batman aunt, or Bruce. Bruce, sorry, Bruce. Right. Okay. Bruce has proposed. No, because he's, he's there at two. Like he's there yeah, as as Batam. That's, that's yeah. fair. So Bruce is like Bruce has proposed. He's like, oh man, I can live a normal life, and he's at this like decision point, mm-hmm. and he's at the grave, and he's just like kind of screaming at his parents. He's like, let me let me go. Is it enough? When will it be enough? Like, and it was just it was just really effective for me seeing. Bruce Wayne, like we always see his villains as like, 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 like Andy said earlier, some like sort of mental he, health disorder. Yeah. His mm-hmm. villains are all some sort of mental health disorder, like magnified. And it was, it was really good to see Bruce Wayne 
sort of represented this way, like not being able to let go mm-hmm. because obviously he can't let go. But like, instead of treating it as like, yeah, well, he's a hero. Like, yeah, like he's troubled. Yeah. Um, and that I think to me gave me more insight into Bruce Wayne, the person that I don't get from a, a mm-hmm. lot of other Batman stuff. Dick, you stole my scene. Shout out. Boom. Um, so I'm going to add one more detail, but I'm going to choose another scene. Um, okay. In, and I don't think it's executed like at a 100%. I think sure. it's executed at an 85, but I like the idea. He is shouting these things at the grave, and then you get a shot of the grave and like lightning flashes at mm-hmm. it. So it's kind of meant to be like the parents are talking back. Like responding almost. Or at least his like delusion of his parents is talking back. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool thing. And again, like executed yeah. at maybe an eighty-five. His delusion of his parents, but it's neat for Batman the animated series. It yeah. like levels up it what was, that it was usually pretty is. Pretty strong yeah. in terms of like symbolism in it. Okay, so now I need to think of a different scene. Okay. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. It's a small thing. Yeah. But I think this movie did a good job. We were talking earlier in our pre-conversation about whether this movie does a good job foreshadowing Andrea as the phantasm. Yeah, we were talking about that. And again, I'm going to say like an 85, maybe a 75, but I think it is there. And I think one of the scenes that is fun is, so there's a couple different things. She, uh, phantasm kills one of the mobsters in a graveyard. The next scene is, is the same time frame. Mm -hmm. Bruce Wayne arrives at the graveyard and then he sees that Andrea is talking to her mom again at the grave. And it's like, oh, if I know that Andrea and the Phantasm are the same, they're both in this graveyard at the same time. Mm-hmm. That checks out in terms of like, uh, it, Andy, it's fine. I'll, so I'll accept. I'll the other the other scene that I think is fun is that Batman um, breaks into Andrea's apartment maybe to look for her or to something. Her stuff, yeah. yeah. But it's like Bruce needs toward the end and the phone rings and he answers it, which is a dumb idea, but he answers it. And it's Joker thinking that he's talking to Andrea. And if you, the audience, don't know yet, it can go both ways. Because he's saying, like, hey, toots, like, I thought it would be you. Like, it, it, like oh. he is revealing that the Joker has already figured out that Andrea is a phantasm on that phone call. That's neat. And it's neat because Batman doesn't realize it. And it doesn't 100% telegraph it to the audience. Yeah. But if you already know the twist, you're like... Oh, cool! Joker figured it out before Batman, and as someone who loves Joker, that was really fun. Nice for me. Good I like that scene a lot because, like, it and it's literally the next scene that you, as the audience, find out it's Andrea, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's Joker's a step ahead of you. So it's like a neat meta kind of. Yeah. You are yeah, Batman, right. like Joker be... is a step ahead. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Or as you said one time, we were watching some episode of the animated series, and you're like. No, like Batman has to be his villains in order to understand what they're doing. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I'm sorry. Were you done with your? I am done. Yeah. Okay, Andy, what you got? Um, that's gonna, the hard thing I'm, about three people is yeah, like we get two, we get two scenes. scenes. Well, yeah. no, I'm gonna reach into. Kind of, I'm gonna do two things real quick. Great. Yeah. So, obviously, one is comics related. Um. The, the the fact that Joker or Jack Napier, if that's his real name. They don't say that name in this movie, but no, he is he, seen as a human. He, yes, he is seen as a human. Yeah. I like that he's 
he's been there since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. this great um, Scott Snyder, not Zack Snyder, Scott Snyder. Different Snyder. Uh, wrote this really great Batman run. And there's this uh, thing called Batman Endgame, mm-hmm. I think is the collection where Thanos is oh. uh yeah yeah joker's collected <laughs> all of the bat infinity stones bat infinity stones excuse me um no joker is like gaslighting all of like the bat family so that's like batman and nightwing and batgirl and jim gordon mm-hmm. and he's like photoshopped himself into all these things like <laughs> a reverse marty mcfly yeah it turns into oh. a, it turns into a horror comic because you're like Oh my God, he's been here since like the birth of like Jim Gordon's kids. Oh I'm getting God. goosebumps just yeah. you hearing cool. talking about this. I was I still remember I was reading it like before I went to bed. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna sleep well tonight. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just find that cool that like they're like um, anytime a story does that, I'm I'm really impressed. And I should see it coming, but I don't. Um, that like you weave in the villain or someone who's like been there the entire time. And you see this guy with the long nose in a bunch of the flashbacks. Right. And you're like, and you don't make the connection. Oh, huh, that's weird. Like he kind of yeah. looks like that. I was kind of like, Oh, that guy like, looks a little like the Joker model. That's a weird choice. Yeah. yeah like they yeah. should have been more creative. It didn't occur to me that like, and I specifically like that they don't name him. It's just kind of like you put there. together enough. It's like a equals B equals C. Yeah. Um, and they don't spell it out for you, which is fun. I think this movie does that in general well. Yeah. It trusts its audience to mm-hmm. kind of follow mm-hmm. where they're yeah. going. Um, and then the other scenes are just anytime like you see pre-batitized things. Mm-hmm. So like the the thing at the World Fair and when he's like puts on the ski mask and like he barely makes it out with his, with his yeah. life. He's yeah. like, okay, yeah, I can do this. I'm like... That's a lot of ears. I think I need ears. 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 I need pointy pointy ears. I need ears. Yeah. Um, And just when like he dons the outfit for the first time, and then it like slowly builds up and plays the Batman theme. It's that's a nice moment. Yeah. For sure. My God. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Alfred's face and that scene. That's a good. That's a good other scene. Mm -hmm. All right. So New Frontier. Scene shouts out. Andy, do you want to start on New Frontier so that you get first dibs, or do you want us to go around? the way we've been going. Um, I'll start. Okay, go. I want first dibs, but I don't think it's going to be the same. Um, when girl got Grad's head exploded. No. Um, <laughs> what happens? That, that sounds like your Hercules when you favorite. The Iron Man. I really, I like it when he punches Hades in the, the face. face. <laughs> My hair go out. Um, that's a different scene. I know. Huh. Um, when Hal realizes what this ring can do. Mm. So yeah. it's zero hour. They're inside of, uh, the center slash, um, Unicron and <laughs> all these like giant blood globules are about to like blow him up, blow in his friend, him and his friend up. And, um, his ring activates and it's like, you're like meant for this higher purpose. And then he goes all anime and like starts glowing and breaks the F out of everything and, and like saves everybody. But it's, it's the manifestation of the willpower of this ring and it's activated. Mm-hmm. And it's just, this like, no, like let's like, I fire my blood right now. Let's just knock the F out of everything. Yeah. Um, and when he also throws the center into space. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. That's sweet. Yeah. Cool. That's my favorite moment. Nice. Kate? I, I've got one. Um, Go for it. This movie is rated PG-13. Yes. And for I butts. didn't. 
Well, you'd think so, right? And yeah, we we asked Andy before, and he's like violence. I'm like, mm, superheroes are inherently filled like, with yeah, violence. No, I've like, seen a Superman. Yeah, I've Andy. seen a superhero movie. I know what a Superman uh, is. You no, know, this was different. Yeah, it was dark. There was like the first scene has a suicide. The second scene has a cold blood murder. Um, but one of the cool scenes, I think, was, um, and I think this worked because I had just enough knowledge, but not enough, where um, they're, I think they're fighting with the dinosaurs by this point, and um, Wonder Woman comes in on her invisible plane, which I know is an invisible plane. Oh. So, like, she comes through the clouds, and, like, parts of the plane are being revealed by right. clouds, like, oh, but the cool. cockpit is, like, She's outlined here. in red. I'm like, oh, that just must be a thing of Wonder Woman's plane yeah, that I like, forgot. She's like, like there's with a power. red cockpit. But then she crash lands. I'm like, oh, she's not good at riding this plane. And then you're like, oh, she's covered in blood. And that red that was outlining her cockpit was her blood. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it's so we're, good. She's we're been attacked so in the trouble. Amazon land and yeah. she's coming to warn them. It's sure. such it's such an effective sure. moment. It's good, and you're like, oh, that's weird. That, why is that? Yeah, like why, why is they that red? Why is that art choice? Oh, oh. PG thirteen. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huh, so, accordion player. Oh, I like player. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the loudest thing in our world. Yes, uh, that's true. So that's that's it for me. Yeah, bloody cockpit. Okay, mine's a little sillier, but good. it made me really happy. Um. <laughs> Oh my God! You're cheering, and I, I don't... hope this is the scene I'm thinking. Oh man! If it's not, tell me what that scene is. Uh, so at the beginning, Martian Manhunter is like, uh, he's come to Earth. Oh. He's not yet hunting men, uh, and he's just like trying to figure out what Earth is. So we see like a lot of shots of him watching TV in his apartment alone, <laughs> and taking the form of like, oh, this is a newsman. I will be a newsman. And he's like kind of trying to figure out his identity. Yeah. Um, which I think we all do. And at one point, like, like, and he eventually, he's like, he becomes a detective mm-hmm. because he saw like a detective on TV. He's like, cool, I'm a detective. But at one point, you just see him sitting, having transformed into Bugs Bunny, yeah. <laughs> watching the TV. <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird. Because it's not like off-model Bugs Bunny. No. It's not like, oh, this is a, that's a cartoon rabbit. Bugs Bunny is just there. Right. It's and awesome. That's a benefit of DC being owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. It's that a they good can little, just... like, we've talked about, like, good Mickey, like, good hidden Mickeys and yeah. obnoxious hidden Mickeys. Yeah. And it this is, is a good hidden Yeah, bug. it's so not on the hidden Mickey there. You did it. It's not like it's not it's not a nod. He doesn't like look at the camera and go like, "Ah, ain't What's I up, a stinker?" Doc? Yeah. Like as Bugs Bunny, he's still like sitting and watching the TV. Intently watching Intently. the TV. Yeah. But he just happens to be Bugs Bunny at the time. It's really cool. I thought you were going to talk about the orange that they shrink ray <laughs> down. And they're like, Which "No, was, when yeah. you shrink ray something, and then be, they're like testing out this thing that they're going to do on the Unicron. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, but when you shrink it, it becomes unstable. So this orange, they like do the rayon that shrinks. And then uh, like Green Arrow or someone in the crowd goes, I have a question. And the guy's like, wait. Which was also just symbolic of how this movie went viewing-wise <laughs> yeah, for like, us as an audience. Kate, I have a Andy, question. Andy, I have a question. Andy, wait. 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 
And then the orange just blows up. <laughs> so good. Great. So fun. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. What do we do next? Crossovers? Uh, we do MVP next. MVPs. Usually. So MVP is we pick our favorite anything out Entity. of these two movies. So it can be like an actor. It can be a character. character. It can be uh, whatever. Sometimes it's an abstract uh, quality. Yeah. Sometimes I Kate, do that more than Sometimes Dick. Kate is like, I liked friendship. He doesn't like it when I do I that. Don't. So yeah. probably a personality of some sort would be best. Yeah. Uh, does anything jump to mind off the top of your head? Do we just do one MVP? Just one of both for the movies. Whole yes. Thing. Good question. Favorite whatever out of the whole thing. I'm gonna go technical. Yeah. Um, and by that I mean not a voice actor. Andrew yeah. Romano. Mm. Did I take yours? Kind of. Okay. I should have gotten nice. there, but that's okay. a better one than so, me. Go for it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Andrew Romano is pretty much responsible for any cartoon or animated thing that you enjoy. Huh. The she specific. Yeah. She is. Um, she's now retired, but she is a prolific voice director. Um, mm. And she's a voice casting director. And a voice too. casting yeah. director as well. So she's able to pick things out and 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 draw out performances for people people um who are now voice directors like seth green um have learned from her because she's Mm. so good and she is like the she just looks like the grandma you always wanted um apparently she can drink you under the table as well um i believe that yeah but she like she voice casted she's voice casted spongebob and anything dc warner brothers related nice Um, both of these movies both of these movies is always well voice cast yes it is and that's where marvel can they can take their their like live action movies and they're killing with those but dc animated there's no Mm -hmm. always been everyone will be second to them yeah um yeah look up andrew romano's imdb page it will it will just keep on going. She's, wow. yeah. she's always been there and it's, it's sad that she's no longer in the industry, but like oh. she's inadvertently trained people. She is in the industry. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. Andy. that's a good choice. Yeah. That influences. Cause I was just going to say Mark Hamill again, but I knew that was not. Cause I said that for the beyond up ep- the yeah, Batman beyond episode, but like he's not as big of a part of this Batman movie and he's not in the other movie at all. Mm-hmm. But Andrew, Andrew Romano is a better choice. So I'm going to say, in the same vein, I'm going to say Kevin Conroy mm-hmm. because I feel like Mask of the Phantasm asks of him something that is not asked of him in the rest of his Batman career, which is like a compelling Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, mm. He's basically, yeah. his Bruce Wayne is his Batman anywhere else, but this he was asked and stood up to the challenge of making Bruce Wayne different than Batman and mm. giving him an arc that's different from Batman um, and I think he does a really good job. Like, I, again, this is the best Bruce Wayne, or the Bruce Wayne that I've cared about the most. Yeah. Nice. And Kevin Conroy, good for you. Mm-hmm. Also Mark Hamill. Yeah. Because yeah. just Mark Hamill's the joker. I just, guys. Mark Hamill. Everyone. Fantastic voice actor. We should call him. Luke Skywalker. I would love to be able to call Mark Hamill. Um, look up any of his YouTube interviews. They're maybe some of the most awkward things I've seen. We saw him in the... The, I know, I that, know voice. that voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. in that. But that's an Have edited you guys reviewed that? We've talked about it. It's still awkward. He's still Mark. Yeah. Sure. Um, that would be that would be like a fun Bono episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do like a couple voice acting. Bono episode? Yeah. 
Bonosode. Yeah, what Bo- what do you call him? Dick, well, who's your MVP of this of these two movies? Uh my MVP is Devil's Hop Yards. Oh, no. no. Um Devil or Charlie or So I'm gonna give I would give this is this, this, this you know what? Like uh <laughs> you, y'all kinda y'all kinda took the, 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 the best ones. Um no, I I'm gonna okay. give it to the Flash. Made along the way. I can change oh, yeah. one. I'm giving it to Flash. the Flash. Okay. I I thought uh, a character I have never cared about. Same. I just like yeah, the Flash. What he runs fast. Uh, and like oh, interesting. The, the X Men movie, like the recent X Men movies, had like uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver, and he did some fun stuff. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. But this like this version of the Flash is the first time I've been like, oh, the Flash is kind of sweet. Yeah, I really wouldn't, cool. I wouldn't have minded if it turned into a Flash movie. Yeah, I would watch a Flash movie yeah. after this. I wouldn't have either. That and, would have been fantastic. And he's not he's not like the main character nope. of this movie. He's like a tertiary character. Mm-hmm. And he's awesome. Yeah. So, The Flash. Cool. So, if you're going to cross over these two movies. Kate, you're going to I mean, I started oh. one, Andy started one. All you're right. going to start this last one. I guess just Or this third one. Bat- Bat- you're gonna cross, so you can cross over <laughs> Batman. Uh, anyone, anyone in these movies, <laughs> any the creatives, any however you want to do it. Just take one thing from one movie, one thing from another movie, put them together in some way. Kate, how do you do it? Cool. I want to put the most awkward members of the Justice League. So, like probably Martian Manhunter and Superman. I want to like just. Mm-hmm. Um, Invite them to a functioning world's fair, like the first one in Mask of the Phantasm, uh-huh. and just like see how they respond. Just watch Man- Martian Manhunter ride rides and and Superman because I think they'd respond differently. Like Martian Manhunter would be all about it. <laughs> Superman would be like, "This is too fun. I don't like this. This like is, like this is a yeah. little disorganized. For that me. would be their really personalities fun. are definitely switched in this movie. Yeah. Well, and because mm-hmm. one of the things that I like about like going to a Disney park is like the dads who are kind of dragged into it. Like mom might actually want to go. The kids want to go, but then they get surprisingly tired. But like dad doesn't want to be there and he has to deal with everyone around him. And he's like, like, he's paired off with the daughter because it's like, you got to spend more time with your daughter. So he's like on small world 10 times in a day. Because like Superman and Martian Manhunter are both dads. Yeah. They are different dads. Like they don't have children, but they're dads. But put a dad in a theme park. It's my favorite. So Mm. I just want Superman and and Martian Manhunter's day at the original Mask of the Phantasm world's there. Super Superman is pretty Sam the Eagle in this movie. Yeah, super, yeah, like you said in the first thirty seconds, like Superman does not come across well in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, government he is your friend all yeah. the time. <laughs> like I know, I am friend government. Women government, from and but... you shouldn't have let these women who were being raped by their captors uh, have any yeah. kind of vengeance on them. That was a bad choice. Yeah. Or, Fun fact. Uh, the second MVP is Lucy Lucy Lawless, yeah. Xenon Warrior Princess She's as Wonder Woman. Diana. She's, She's basically Xena again. Yeah, it is great. DC Xena. There's a great scene. These, as you said, women, these women are being like abused and raped and and all sorts of bad things. She gives them a very like I don't want neutral choice. She like there's the captors on one side, the trapped women mm-hmm. that are now freed on the other. And in the middle of them is a pair, is the like all the guns, pile of guns, and Wonder Woman's just like, 
Okay. I just like, let go them ahead. choose whatever they want. You're free. There's a bunch of weapons here. And Here's all look, your Superman, captors. Now there's only women here. Yes. <laughs> um, Make your own conclusion. Yeah. And Superman is freaked out by this, but he he's is. just being Superman is not by like a he is. Woman. But uh, also, I just this is going to be controversial, like our how dogs <gasps> got their shapes episode. I don't care about Superman. Yeah. Kind of like pets. It's, I don't care about Superman. It's hard to care about Pets Superman. Pets are way better than Superman. Unless you have a... His media portrayal isn't super great. Um, super? Okay, get out. Um, <laughs> his... All the all the best comics that I enjoy about him have him not fighting like a giant world-ending thing. Yeah. It's these moral debates that he yeah. has. I wish there was more of like, Superman is an alien. There's a lot to be yes. mined from that. And there I was, feel like there was DC a little doesn't bit go to that. that well as often no. as they should. Yeah. Two, two sons of immigrants, Jewish yeah. immigrants, created Superman. Yeah. And at the beginning, he was a socialist superhero. And by that, I mean he like He was, fought for workers. He fought for the workers. He took down corrupt politicians. He was all about using his powers. Anti-discrimination. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There is um, a new story out right now called Superman versus the Klan. Um, mm. Written by Gene Yoon nice. Lang or Yang, I'm sorry, um, the author of American Born Chinese, um, and a real story, real story, how the Superman radio program oh, uh, yeah. outed the Klan's secret, cool. yeah, secret codes in uh, somewhere in the South. I can't remember right now, but um, so Superman really did tackle the KKK awesome. and yeah. took them down in the area because the radio producers, like his son was friends with a member with a, the son of another like KKK mm. member and not the radio station host was a K. You sure. know what I yeah. mean? Read the story. Yeah. They it's had great. Some... It's real. And Superman helped yeah. in the real world. So, uh, What's your crossover, though? My crossover. So we didn't talk about him a whole Thanks lot. Thanks for bringing us back to the You're podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Um, uh, King Faraday. Um, he was the kind of like reverse skunk. Reverse skunk. Reverse skunk. Um, White hair, black stripe. Yes, he was like the CIA spook. Wait, that... did you say King Faraday? King Faraday. Oh, his first name is King. His first name is He's King. Not a, a king. No, oh. and Faraday means four a day. So King for a day. Um, so his, his position is never permanent. Not um, Penny's boat. Full, full for Not a lifetime boat, yes. for a day. Um, so he is a, uh, a CIA spooky man. And I think it would be great if he recruited the phantasm to work for him. Oh, God. <laughs> he was all about like oh, no. the, the bright new, oh, the bright awesome. new orgastic future that, that Gatsby talked or that Fitzgerald talked about tomorrow. at the end of, um, that song could easily be co-opted by bad forces. Sure. Oh. What song? The Carousel of Progress song. From oh, Disney. yeah. Oh. Um, he would utilize the shit out of Phantasm. Yeah. And like, she would be like, yeah, no, we're doing good work here. Nice. <laughs> um, so he, Killing mobsters? Yeah. Great. Done. He, in this world, I could see the government running the Justice League. And then you have like the Dark Justice League. That's like the people that like are okay with killing. Dick, did you give a crossover for this? Joker episode? on Dinosaur Island. Oh my gosh, that's the best. Yeah, that, those are the only words like, I need. I, I feel like he probably rides <laughs> a dinosaur. No He's friends with some dinosaurs. Kills some others. Joker on Dinosaur Joker. Island. Great. Thanks. 
Uh, so how do we and, wrap this up, Kate? Well, the final final cut cut is final, um, final cut, cut. we take each of these movies yeah. one mm-hmm. at a time, and we decide whether right now, 2019, we would re-release. Just put it right back in the theaters. Give a special edition. Or we like improve it in some way, or change it to a ride, or change or it a to a different media. Piece. Or do we throw it in the vault along with Song of the South? Never and to be seen again. Probably what should be two thirds of Peter Pan, but well, and that's I think all Titan, up on Disney. I think Plus. we, I think Titan A.E. went there, right? Titan A.E. went there yeah. for sure. So there's some stuff. Yeah. Andy, uh, <laughs> Mask of the Phantasm. What do we do up. with it? Mask of the Phantasm. So it's re-release or special edition. Like, do you change it in some way or alter its form? Or do you toss it in the vault? It's not worth it. Phantasm re-release in theaters. Just mm. put it right back mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. yeah. And then do a special edition with those oh. that are still able to talk about it. I Oh, like a featurette yeah. kind of deal? Right. Okay. I don't know how much they'd be able to say about it, but sure. I mean, Bruce Tim still here, yeah. Andrew Romano, There's not a Kevin l- and Mark. I don't know if we YouTubed looked for special really, behind the scenes there's not a lot there's not it. a whole lot on the, yeah. the edition yeah. i have it's not like it's not like a disney movie where there's like a thousand different behind the scenes right from like every 10 everything years of dvd filmed release. all the way through yeah. kate what, what do you what do you think so mask of I the think, phantasm yeah i think i re-release um it would be nice if there was a um visual update just kind of like a remastering mm. what we saw I think, did we rent it on Vudu? Uh, yeah, I think it was Vudu. But on our like big 2019 high def screen, yeah. there was some, like not only did the good scenes look a little bit grainy, like especially the backgrounds, there were some just legitimate, like for a couple frames, it would be blurry. And I don't know whether mm. that was a, a transfer to Vudu or like the service's fault or the movie, but like yeah. you could have a remastering, like, um, I mean, even the the Justice League that we the New Frontier yeah. was clearly like remastered for better gorgeous. screens yeah. from twenty from two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, so that's I think that's all I would do with Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Um, I think there is potential. Like we talk about the reboot culture and how we hate it, but like I think this would be maybe a good candidate for a reboot in that like. It touches on some like psychological arcs, but I think it could be fleshed out more. And, it, and it's only an hour fifteen. Yeah. Even if you make it an hour thirty, you can flesh out a little bit more. I think there was less of a maybe a precedent to do that in animated movies in nineteen ninety three than there is now. Yeah. Um. So like, like Pixar that shit. Give like maybe cry. And in I, fairness, if you're if you're rebooting Mask of the Phantasm, it's not like rebooting. Batman. It's not like rebooting no. The Lion King. It's, it's just like one story. Kind of a more obscure mm-hmm. Batman property that yeah. you're taking. So yeah. that's that's interesting. But it's closest to re-release with yeah. some digital remastering. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what I want. Right. I want a special edition mm-hmm. uh, made specifically for me. Okay. This is not for the public. <laughs> Uh, when when a, you meet Bruce Tim, please invite me. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, this special edition, it cuts out all the Batman and Joker shit and just shows us more of that world fair. 
That's all. You just want an animated world. It's fair. just ride-throughs of all the rides. Just a, yeah, just just a camera up like with the like crowd shots and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good. That's my special good. edition. All right, new frontier. What do you do, Andy? Um, is, it, is it a re-release? Do you make some changes, or is it like I make it longer? I yeah. make it maybe double the time. Oof. Two and a half hours. Oh, Two no. hours. Okay. So I can deal with that. So yeah, that was pretty short, right? It was, it was pretty short. One fifteen. Yeah. And I think you can ex- you can you could stand to explain a little bit more of the world that they're in right now. Mm. Um, they cut out a lot. So let's say like all the the graphic novels is like three hundred pages. They probably used like one seventy five or like one fifty of That's all the pages, good. and they still told a really great story. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a um, when Faraday grabs a grenade and jumps into the mouth of a T Rex and blows its uh, head off. Mm. That is a recall to the beginning of the story. Oh. Um, you see it very briefly. This group called the Losers. Um, they find Dinosaur Island like back during World War II, and there's this really great story um, about like how they they get picked off one by one on this island. Like Rick Flag gets away from the no sergeant rock anywho um there's a lot more to tell and a lot more to make it more um dense and Mm. explain more of it Mm -hmm. um i think you could have the center um yeah you could tell more about the center just have it be more creeping yeah i think you could um like show it in the beginning have that moment with captain cold and the flash but then like have people forget about it and they're like oh shit the center like what this it's still here so it's like, not like an obvious thing all the way through it's right like, it's right like, oh we forgot oh no it's this thing. oh no it's been here the entire nice. time so i would i would expand it at least by another i mean an hour why not yeah 45 at the minimum yeah um, I can see that. to add to it just to have a more cohesive story so you understand too Excuse me, Adam Strange's and um, and why he's floating when everyone else is walking. Exactly, in a nice they all look picture. so cool, and then he's just floating like, like three feet above everyone. Is yeah. he a bad guy? Do we hate Adam Strange? We love Adam Strange. Mm. Adam Strange he is like pictures. Is uh, <laughs> he does? <laughs> Got to move the camera up, you know. Get everyone. Oh, the whole Man. thing. Um, uh, at, yeah, Adam Strange is uh, like all right. The, a reverse Superman. He goes to another planet. It's like the hero there, but then it gets like drawn back to our planet because the like tech- John Carter. Yeah, he's yeah. John Carter. Nice. Um, in a cool way though, and less of a flop. Yeah. Yeah. Kate. Yeah. Although John Carter had Willem Dafoe, so I wanted uh, the special edition. I want to make it a little bit sharper. It's kind of like Andy was saying. I want a little bit more density or like. Mm. Um, foreshadowing plots that are going to be important at the end. Mm. I enjoyed watching this movie front to back. Like, it always looked cool. But I'm like, oh, I wish this, like, kind of political, philosophical thing they were talking about was more of a thread as opposed yeah. to just this moment. Yeah. I thought so we'd like, get more of, like, that Wonder Woman. I wanted a little so. more. And it doesn't have to be tilted all that way. I, I wanted, like, more, more. of that Wonder Woman thing as well. Yeah. Tilted toward the balance of, like, Iron Giant, where, like, there's a government Be thread, good. and then you're like, oh, government is bad here, and yeah. here's yeah. what they're doing to this, like, 
foreign entity and even though it's an alien robot we can equate this with like right. other countries i wanted there to be john mahoney says it's okay don't fire i wanted there to be more of a th- more of a thread and then more of a cognate to like okay if we're gonna go on this like superman's like hey martian manhunter is an alien i'm an alien too you don't trust him just because he looks different like we're I'm, the same exact I am anthropomorphic. Thing. Yeah. Like, I look like a human. He looks green. Um, yeah. Is is anthropomorphic still the right term? Well, no, I, no it's not. It's all right. It's not. Okay. I am human, homo sapien. It's, yeah. No, but that's an interesting No, because the Martian is basically anthropomorphic. He's got yeah. two legs. He talks. Um, that's my favorite but word, like, by the way. I look closer to you, so you trust me, but he mm-hmm. looks different from you, so you don't trust him. That's an interesting theme to potentially explore. Maybe mm. not in this movie, but like something like that, I think would have been appropriate in this movie because it's not all lasers and and dinosaurs tech- and dinosaurs. And like a lot of it is there but... is thought behind it, and I think you could capitalize on that. Yeah, yeah. there's um, a interesting concept art from this uh, artist who I think he did something called Dresden Code that he made Superman. An actual alien, like a mm. like a non-human-looking mm-hmm. alien, but like he shifted into the the Superman Clark Kent persona. Um, that's I found the concept art like ten years ago, but it's still like it stuck with me. That's mm. a really cool thing that like, you can further drive home the point that like Superman is looking like us. He's mm. he's right. like Kryptonians are he's like he's a white man with a crew cut. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, white, yeah. It's just they decided to ink it's it instead of color yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, so um, one thing I do want to mention is that scene where Superman uh, is like, hey, you don't trust this alien because he doesn't look mm-hmm. like me. He just kind of walks away afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the same thing happens when, like, um, Lady uh, finds out that her uh, uh, spaceship was filled with atomic bombs. Yeah. <laughs> and she was not aware of this Ferris, to begin yeah. with. She, like, slaps dude faraday skunk. yeah she slaps faraday and then walks away yeah this happens a couple times it's really great. it's a very weird it's like ah you slap by beat gone um, <laughs> so here's what i do and i i agree with with you kate and with you andy that there could be more to this but the way i really love anything that's a tight 75 minutes mm-hmm. and i don't want to change that so what okay. i do is I take the political intrigue and I replace the title sequence that we have with a Watchmen slash Incredibles style intro slash title sequence okay. that gives you just like a, here is a taste of what is going on politically. Oh, here is like a yeah. taste of like, like for Watchmen, it's a music video or it's like a, a, a song with stuff happening under it. In Incredibles, you've got like that newsreel. It's newsreel, yeah. Just something at the beginning to say, mm. like, "Hey, y'all, That's here's really what's going on," and then we jump into the movie. Because I, I, I would watch a two-hour version of this, but also. Man, I love watching something that's like an hour and a half, so that I can go eat. Well, dinner. and that would tighten it even because even like from a 2019 perspective, I think at one point someone said like, oh, they're in Vietnam. But I'm like, I had to correct my, I'm like, no, it said 54. So it's Korea. That's Korea, yeah. right? Like, but those, I mean, for someone of our generation, those wars kind of blend into, like well, Vietnam, I know what war that's Well, one's Mash in. and one's Forrest Gump. Sure. Yeah. But like, 
if they had been given if they had given specific like the Korean War yeah. and it's about this and this. Yeah, and if we had like a little more on. background. Yeah. 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 That's fair. No. Cool. Cool. Yo. Well uh, this was great. Andy, thank you for being a guest welcome. on this. Great and suggestions. Bringing too. an awesome movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we wanted to do Mask of the Phantasm, but New Frontier I had never known about. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, For those of you... DC animated movies that we can watch as well. If you have other DC animated movies or any movies that you want us to talk about on this podcast, either a pair or a single movie that you would like us to choose a pair from or, I don't know, insight on Gorilla Iron Man, um, reach out to us. We're Cellmates Podcast on Twitter, Twitter Facebook, Facebook, at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Do you say just email? Yeah. Uh, and dot com. Yes. Uh, you can't reach out to us there, but the other three you can. Yeah. So suggest stuff. Uh, rate, review, like us. That always feels weird to say, Andy, but I guess you, that Do you want to plug anything? Yeah. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have nothing. You're Excellent. on Instagram. We I'm are on, not. I'm on Instagram. But you're yeah, do you want to gonna... plug your Insta? My my account is private, and I just look at. I post Gundam things when I feel like it. So I'd like to never plug, mind. I'd like to plug being friends with Andy so that you can eventually uh, be friends with him on PlayStation or Insta. For Cellmates Podcast, I'm Dick sure. Ward. Thanks, Andy Phillips. Yeah, you're welcome, Kate I'm Phillips. Kate, oh, Kate Phillips. Let's, uh, let's do this whole thing again. I'm Dick Ward. Kate Phillips. Andy Phillips. Bye. 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 Stay super. Super self. Kate and I had a long discussion. Not a long discussion. We had a discussion about the time period of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Neither of us... <clears throat> Neither of us it's know what time period 19 it is. We just deco. know we disagree. Well, this puts it, the movie does, but like when I'm watching the series, I'm like, oh, it's like fancy 1992. That's I don't know. On purpose. But, but then it's Bruce like, Tim decided to be, he's like, all the cars mm, are weird. I'm like, oh. Yeah. All the cars are weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like the dream episode where you thought you couldn't read in dreams, and that's what prevented me from reading in dreams for the last <laughs> oh, 20 years.